Welcome into the hideout. How are you doing? What's wrong with you? I don't know. I'm a little I'm a little thrown off today. What's the problem? I'm not sure. Jesus. I'm sorry. That was your great new invention. Uh, not an invention, but discovery today. I think you spent a little too much time with it. I did. Um, no, I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. You better get on your game because at 9 o'clock it's your show. <laughs> I dumped that. Why? It doesn't sound right. What's All right, this? don't say anything here. bad. <laughs> huh? Don't say anything bad. Why? It doesn't, at the, the beginning, it oh. does not sound good. It's supposed to be Jack Loves Penis. Yeah, well, Jack it Napier. It doesn't sound like Jack at all. We've had to dump now twice in the first. What does it sound like? Say it. We can't. We don't have any dump. Oh. Yeah. It doesn't sound like that at all, J-Dubs. That's why we've had to dump. F.A. Dubs here, Chunks Corolla, your executive producer of The Hideout, Matt Albert, Thermike and Ryder also. Tommy Bateman, our director on top of the talk and roll controls. Unfortunately, screening your phone calls and grading you when you call in, Jack Napier. Mm-hmm. So best of luck to all of us I right now. I have a little now. drop for him. Okay. No, don't. <laughs> Do not at all. We'll get into that in just a little bit, J-Dubs. Uh, it is a Tuesday night. Here in the hideout, it is hour one, J-Dubs, mm-hmm. and um, we have a guest coming up at uh, 10 o'clock. I also believe, too, there are numerous uh, Ben Roethlisberger updates, one specifically that I don't know if you guys have even heard about. Uh, we will share that one with you. Um, websites taking hurricane bets. Uh, let's see here. A dad who is suing to block his son's circumcision. And um, Dubs is big fine today on the internet. But first, you wanted to start off with a uh, with a story. Actually, yeah, I have some audio here, and uh, what it is is I think the worst thing in the world to ever get beaten with. Uh, I I've never thought of this before, but think of any kind of inanimate object of you getting beaten severely with, and what would be that worst object? Okay, I would think it would probably be the corpse of your uh, your baby, your dead baby. Dead baby corpse would be the worst thing. Not any, but yours. You're I wrong. think if you were beaten with that, you would have severe issues. What about your own uh, junk? Okay, let's say somebody went Bobbit style. Yeah, and then just started slapping you with it. I think that one that could that's one that could be traumatizing. Are these mm. it? Is this what the story is about? No. Oh, you want to give guesses? You want to give a prize to somebody? Sure. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one and star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. All right. Reclarify the question again. What? All right. What 
object, uh, nothing living, would be... Again, a dead baby. ...would be the worst thing to get beaten with. All right, let me think about this. You have one, Tommy? Hey, I always hate these things, so I'm afraid I'm going to say a joke, and then that's going to be the real answer. Okay, go ahead. A bag full of dung. No. <laughs> that would be bad. I think we have our first Helmet of Pain stunt for uh, for next year. Oh, Tommy. Helmet of Pain. Damn, I thought that one was me. Actually, that worked. No, that's not what I wanted. Yeah. Cue ball in a sock? No. That would be painful, very painful, but not the worst thing. I'm thinking, all right, let's, you're getting beaten with an object. What mm-hmm. would be the worst object to get pummeled with? I would have to think it would be something that is degrading. All right, go get on the phones. Look at that retard back there. We got all the whole board filled up, and he's spending all his time with one person. I told you I wanted you on the phones, chunks. Chunks, come on. Be somebody. I don't want Napier handling the calls. Jesus. What an... What a retard. Kick him off. Throw him out of the chair. Throw him out of the chair. Pick him up. Scoop back. Slap him while you're at it. Napier with his got beer shirt. Slap him with an inanimate object, the worst one you can find. All right, this is what I'm thinking. Okay. I'm thinking a hammer. A hammer would be painful, but not the worst. There's uh, There has to be pain and uh, just uh, is there humiliation. Is there humiliation. Humi- yeah, kind of. Definitely. Hmm. Bag full of dung. All right, hold on. <laughs> Close. That's not as painful, though. Melanie, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Melanie? How about a dead chihuahua puppy? All right, a dead puppy. A dead puppy would be something that would be, uh, I think would be really, really, like, aggravating. Doug? identify her as Is that it? year-old Lisa Hopfer of Wentzville. She apparently heard that the St. Peter's woman... 33-year-old Linda Halfey of the Oak Creek subdivision had five puppies for sale. Hopper bought one of them for $200. The victim, who declined to be photographed, was treated for contusions and bruises at a hospital. And then she forced her way into the house and threw me against the wall. Halfey says the suspect first hit her on the head with a dead dog wrapped in a plastic bag. Right, hold on. Then Halfey... Melanie, you're a one. Did you already hear this story before, or did you yeah, just take I a guess? Yeah, Online. Oh, you're a, you <laughs> cheater! You're a winner. Hold on, sweetie. Thanks. All right. By the way, don't give her the good prize. Yeah, she cheated. All right, now people have some other ones. Let me just weigh in real okay. fast. We'll play a story in its entirety in a second. Dead puppy is pretty good, <laughs> but is it really worse than what Bushwig in our land? And by the way, we go by area codes, dummy. Come on, chunks. Let's get it together back there. All right, Bush. Well, all right, Bushwig in the four hundred seven. What you got? Hey, check this out, man. If you had some hot chitlins, man, that'd be hey. I, uh, how about that? How about some old... I think a puppy would be worse to get Dale, beaten with. Dale chitlins. You sell a puppy to someone and then she comes back and beats you with it? Dead? Uh, our dog star says, how about this? And by the way, it's good to know that Keanu Reeves' band is listening. Um, how about a woman's tampon? Used definitely would. It wouldn't be painful, but it would be degrading. Bag full of uh, done, according to Tommy. That's what he types to me. <laughs> giggling back there. <laughs> What's he with the poop humor? That hurts. Scabs the clown in the 407. What you My got? Eye. What you got, Scabs? Yeah, I got something you can get beat with that is both painful and degrading. What's that? Okay, uh, get a dirty bum. 
Make sure he's infested with herpes and have him smack him around with his junk a little. All right, see, now that would be degrading. You gotta be you better be careful there are no open sores on your face. Because mm-hmm. that's how you get sick. All right, we got uh Tim and Coco. What do you got, Tim? Tim, you there? All right, Tim dropped off. All right, let me say this. Uh our phone crew back there sucks. Uh I usually we grade the callers, I'm grading you guys an F. Scabs the clown would have gotten an A. Melanie gets an egg because she got the uh, answer correct. Mm-hmm. All right, play the story in its entirety, Doug. They identify her as 33-year-old Lisa Hoff. Yeah, this guy sounds completely wasted, by I the way. I kind of feel bad for Dick Clark that he's doing local <laughs> news now. They identify her as 33-year-old Lisa Hopfer of Wentzville. She apparently heard that the St. Peter's woman, 33-year-old Linda Halfey of the Oak Creek subdivision, had five puppies for sale. Hopfer bought one of them for $200. The victim, who declined to be photographed, was treated for contusions and bruises at a hospital. And then she forced her way into the house and threw me against the wall. Halfey says the suspect first hit her on the head with a dead dog wrapped in a plastic bag. Then, Halfie says, she took the animal from the bag and continued hitting her with it. She says the woman screamed to wake up the victim's four children so they could see their mother being beaten. No one is sure why the puppy died. Did she pick out, like, the runt, or...? All right, here's probably why it died. It was in a bag. Probably couldn't breathe. And then, beyond that, it was pummeled against the head of another person that's probably how it died i don't think there's a need for an autopsy well i think the problem was this lady spent two hundred dollars on a dog it died on her and she came back pissed off because she was out two hundred dollars and beat her with the dead dog i don't know why it's so amusing gotta tell I, you i was just uh scrolling through uh finding stories and everything i see a woman getting beaten by with a dog and i click it and I couldn't stop laughing, even though I love dogs and everything. Something about a lady getting beat with a dead dog in a bag makes me laugh. It's just a visual more than anything. Yeah. Stubby in the 407. What do you got, Stubby? Dude, Gene Simmons and Rosie O'Donnell's placenta after they have the baby. All right, now you're dirty. That's just over the top. Shock jock. Shock jock. That would be something you don't want to be beaten with. I notice Tommy isn't no, laughing so much now that it's a, a dead dog that's being beaten with. I don't find it the, humorous. The dog's already dead. Hmm. All right, this just gives me so many ideas for the uh, opportunity for the helmet of pain now. Imagine how a grown dog would hurt like yours, Cody. No. My dog's nice, big, and beautiful. You'd kill someone with what it. What kind of mix is it? Uh, it, when I got it, they just said shepherd mix, so I don't know what it's mixed That's with. That's what but they mostly say for everything, though. Yeah. I could see that. All right, here's a junior heretic that has one. Junior heretic, senior hamburglar in the 407. What you got? Uh, I, I think that the worst thing to get hit with, with would be fireworks at where J-Dub is going to be. Yes, okay. Phantom Fireworks out in uh, Daytona Beach. This Saturday, I'll be out there from noon till 2 with uh, food and fun. Okay. Well, Food, fun, fireworks, all the Fs. Listen, I love... Uh, We're having an effing time. I love that, you know, the listeners I have the idea of, let me set Dubs up for his plugs, but we're in the middle of something right now. All right? And I'll promise you this, no one will be getting beat with a dead dog out at Phantom Fireworks this Saturday from noon to two in Daytona Beach. The truth in the 407. What you got, truth? What's going on, guys? Go ahead. 
Hey, um, just calling. I'm listening to this report. And the best part about the best part about the entire story is that the reporter says it all with a straight face. Well, and he doesn't bring it up till halfway through the story. It's so you would think that would be the uh, the catch line right at the beginning to get you to listen to this whole story. The the whole thing is how a woman got beaten, and then 30, 40 seconds into it. He brings up with a dead dog. Yes, that that absolutely is the teaser to get you to stick. And it sounds like they got the oldest, like the elder statement, statesman of the crew to come in and yeah. try to tell it. All right, thank you, Truth. All right, did you finish the story out? Uh, it was basically done. I almost want to hear it one more time. They identify her as 33-year-old Lisa Hopfer of Wentzville. She apparently heard that the St. Peter's woman... 33-year-old Linda Halfey of the Oak Creek subdivision had five uh, puppies. First of all, this man is writing like he's he, like he's with the newspaper, mm -hmm. like with the whole age and names and everything. Apparently. He is he is seriously 1940s TV news guy. <laughs> this is a story that you die for. This is one that makes national headlines. Yeah, and this thing's been buried, and I think this guy's the reason. Where's where that happened? I believe here in Florida. No. Shocking. I, I, we got to have the Florida audio tag. Hopper bought one of them for $200. The victim who declined to be photographed was treated for contusions and bruises at a hospital. And then she forced her way into the house and threw me against the wall. Holfe says the suspect first hit her on the head with a dead dog wrapped in a plastic bag. Then, Holfe says, she took the animal from the bag and continued hitting her with it. She says the woman screamed to wake up the victim's four children so they could see their mother being beaten. <laughs> no one is sure why the puppy died. Did she pick out, like, the runt, or...? No. But it was a healthy puppy, as far as you could tell. Yes. No, the runt's still here. All right. There's so... Oh, is that the Florida tag? Nice. Um... There's so many different, like, lead stories. You know what I mean? Like, leads to the story. A, woman wakes up children of woman she's beating to watch beating. You know what I mean? Everything but the meat of it is what he starts off with. Josh in the 407. What's up, Josh? Hey, I actually heard about this story, like, last year, Friday. Okay, go ahead. Um, the lady taking the dog to the vet. And the vet told her the dog, puppy was only four weeks old and had to go back to its mother, and the lady refused to take the dog back. This is a story that was reported last week. All right, Dubs, is this the same story? Do you know? I, I didn't see that part of the story, but it might be. I mean, I, I don't know how many people are getting beat with dead dogs, so it, it probably is. X-Con in the 863. What's up, X-Con? What's up, man? I, uh, I just like to say uh, something would be fun to beat somebody with. It be uh, probably the... The dead body of J-Dub's cat, Sadie Lou, now that'd be pretty fun. Uh, you know what, X-Con, you're a man my, after my heart. My cat is still alive. Let's listen to the yes, story. and kill my cat. Let's listen to the story one more time. Right, one more. You do the honors, buddy. Let's count it down. Thank you, Ryan. We're less than 30 seconds away from the big moment, and we're coming up on 20 seconds. 30 seconds. All right, come on. Get to the part about the dead dog the already. Oh, what a legend. There we go now. Look at her. Oh. What about waking right. up the kids? There it goes. Down she goes. 50, 40. Was he just doing play-by-play -play there of her falling down while getting beat with the dog? I think that's what it was. He was just watching the video. And now he's just counting her out like it's a boxing match. 13, 12, 1, 8. 
seven, six. I like how it's again, thirteen eight. This may be my favorite audio of all time because it's thirteen twelve uh eight seven. Maybe the saddest thing I've ever heard. Maybe the saddest thing. Jim in the 352. Oh, we're late for a break. What's up, Jim, real quick? Jim. Jim, yeah. you there? Go ahead, dude. Yeah, suppose that a guy cuts your foot off and then he beats you with it. All right, now, if you get your foot cut off, Dubs, is that worse than a dead puppy? Your own foot? Ah, uh, no. Dead puppy's still worse to get beaten with. Come on. Only body part be worse is maybe Magic Johnson's bloody stump. Here's the problem. <laughs> If I was getting Double beaten, whammy. if I was getting beaten with a dead puppy, I think I'd just giggle because it's so cute. Look at the puppy! Look at the puppy! Ah! Look at the puppy! Look at the puppy! Puppy, puppy, cute, cute puppy. It's a hideout, real radio. One, Tommy, why you look so disgusted? Time for go to a break. It's a hideout, real radio. One hundred four point one. Tuesday night, you're with the hideout on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Dubs, we'll have that Roethlisberger update in a second, mm-hmm. but I want to thank Carlos Raul Nuno Hernandez Gonzalez Montenegro, who gave the uh, greatest Photoshop photos of all time on my MySpace. Yeah? It is the number seven Pittsburgh Shivo jersey. <laughs> awesome. Along with uh, Roethlisberger and Photoshopped in the head of the retard from the Goonies. And then finally, the guy goes, yay, on Crank Acres, uh, his head photoshopped on the top of Roethlisberger posing on his bike. <laughs> uh, a man after my own heart. Thank you, Carlos Raul Nano Hernandez Gonzalez Montenegro. Uh, Dubs, we just played the story. Yes. I guess everybody had heard about it already. Really? Usually we're bringing you stuff first. Hey, how about a little heads up? How about a little email about, hey, boys. There's, there's a, some lady getting beat with a dead dog. And not, the great part about it, too, is that the woman who was beating the other woman woke up the other woman's children <laughs> so that she could hear, uh, so that they could hear their mom getting beaten with a dead puppy. All right, that's, all right, we'll explain what that is in a second. <laughs> Steve in the 407, what's up, Steve? Did you guys hear the second half of that news story? Um, no, what's the second half? The reporter continued on to say that J-Dubs will be at Phantom Fireworks. <laughs> Such ass. I hate you. I seriously hate you. Phantom Fireworks this Saturday, noon to 2, giving away some food, uh, maybe uh, some hideout swag. And uh, just bringing you a good time Listen, out in Daytona Beach, noon to two, Phantom Fireworks. I love the sponsors. Mm-hmm. Me too, especially Phantom Fireworks, noon to two this Saturday. Um. All right, here we go, Dubs. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. What's that audio you keep playing? Well, it's different audio every time. I found a uh, website where uh, it's uh, let them sing it for you. You type in basically anything you want, and they will. Uh, Take clips from songs and put it all together, like I just did. Beat me with a dead dog. All right, so beat just... me with a dead. No. All right, so now here's the thing about this: 
It is so much fun. Yeah, you can't stop. Dubs, I was just about to go to the gym and work out, and Dubs, you know, calls me and says, hop online, you got to open my email. I open up the email, and... I'm telling you, dude. Yeah, he you and I hooked. went. He and I went back and forth on the IM. Yeah, we have the whole actually IM conversation here. All right, let me see. Type in this one. All right, Dubs automatically starts going to for some reason rape humor, <laughs> and he says, "All right, here's one that he said he wanted to type into this uh, to this website. Do not make me force you." So why don't you type that one in, Dubs, and we'll see what that one sounds like. Uh, while you're getting it ready, let's talk to Casey in 386. What's up, Casey? Yeah, I just want to say the worst thing to get beaten with is your own children's lower intestines. All right, see, now you take it a little... Why don't you just say uh, the paw, not the entire dog, but just the paw from your favorite dog. And that seems to be like it would be disturbing. All right, do you have it, Doug? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Let's hear it. Alright, so now, and you can hear the different songs that it's from. And I don't know how this computer does it. It literally takes it seconds. Seconds. Take it, bitch. bitch. Alright, how about this one? Don't stare at it, eat it, woman. Type that one in. Don't stare at it, eat it, woman. It's better when you don't do the don't see, like you do the do not. So I'll do do not stare at it. No, actually, no, on this one, don't stare at it is better than do not. Normally, do not is, but don't actually works a little bit better. Don't we... stare at it, eat it, woman. That's pretty good. Yeah, that one is pretty good. But that's not that clips from songs. So this is now our new favorite toy here in the hideout. <laughs> if you have a phrase you'd like for us to go, and of course we did the cu- uh, curse words too, and somehow it has the c word in its repertoire, which is a lot of fun. Can we hear one? Kurt, no. <laughs> Kurt in the 407, you're in the hideout. What's up, Kurt? How are you doing, guys? Not too bad. Good. Yeah, that that woman that was attacked by the dog breeder, mm-hmm. it was a chihuahua. Oh, well, then hell, that's like beating somebody with a pillow. <laughs> well, that, it can only probably weigh less than half a pound. But those bony things are like, uh, it's like a... Uh, Thing of broken glass. I basically, yeah. it's a bag of uh, eaten chicken bones. That's all it is, essentially. That's what it is. All right, yeah. thank you, Kurt. I didn't know it was just a chihuahua. All right, what what next phrase do you have for us, Dubs? All right, that's wrong. Don't tell your parents. <laughs> Is there an R. Kelly in there somewhere? I heard, I heard Earth went fire. Um, how about this one? Show your breasts, Dubs. Do you have that one? And so Dubs and I just go through and like start typing out all this stuff. Sadly, that you can type in the hideout actually sounds pretty good. And so, so this is the new fun thing. Um, Here's another one. How about... I got, right. I got one. All right, Dubs has one. If you guys have one, 407 or throw it out the Dubs. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a blast. Your ass smells. <laughs> Your ass smells. <laughs> so Dubs and I like children this afternoon on the Instant Messenger are just all over this thing. All right, people want the side. Take it, whore. Is that what that was? Yes. Uh, all right, how about this one? All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell it to you in your booth. Okay. Or did we already do it? Well, one. Hold on, let me tell you in your booth. All right. I'm gonna do talk back. I already did that one, yes. Oh, we did do that yeah, one? Yeah, do not tell your parents I've got that one. 
Oops. Um, Sorry. Oh, how about this one? Hold on. All right. All right. Dubs is going to type in another one. All right. People want the website already. They're begging for it. Matt is fat. Won't work. Matt isn't in the in the system yet. See, it's still a work in progress, and that you can email them uh, and tell them, "Hey, you're missing this word," and they'll go find it and put it in. All right. Here's the new one. The dubs. Are. No one can hear you scream. <laughs> it's so much fun. I would take a break, come back. If you guys got more phrases. All right, here's one. Third Mike and Ryder is fat. Let's, Let's see, see if that works. That may not work. Maybe maybe because of the fact that um, Mike might not be in there. Although there is a chance. I think third would be the problem. All right, let's try it. All right, now they're pouring in on the instant messenger. All right, go ahead, Dubs. All right, it was missing one of them. Yeah, uh, the end of writer. All right, here's one. Here here are the ones that people want, Dubs. Okay. Uh, Abortions taste good. I'll give you something to cry about. And what was the other one? Someone else had one that was... Uh, All right, here's abortions taste good. See if this works. Okay. <laughs> that was classic. <laughs> Call with yours. If it sounds good, we'll give you a prize. 407-916-1041, 888 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. People want the URL. You can't... Say it. it's like so. It's so long and like there's not nothing really good. I mean, my best guess for you is uh, how about uh, this? Google. I'm, no, 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 no. Right. How about this? Send it to Tommy. Go to realradio.fm in the hideout page. Okay, that's the best way to do it. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Hi. What was at the end? Be somebody. Oh, be somebody. Nice. <laughs> All right, Dubs. Uh, it is the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. For those of you begging for the link on the Instant Messenger, it is up on under What's New on the Hideout page on Real Radio Data FM. All right, Dubs. Uh, you want to take some phone calls for sure. some uh, for some phrases that people want us to uh, to throw in there. All right, here we go. Let's take it to Mike in the 407. Mike, what you got? What's going on, guys? What about um, show me yours, I'll show you mine? All right, that's a good one. Show me yours, I'll show you mine. You may have to go with I will show you mine, Dubs, instead of I'll. Although you never know what contractions are in there and this, that, and the other. All Uh, right, let's see if it works. It just takes it a second to load up. All right, that one's not bad. And that, that works perfectly because at the end, Michael Jackson. That is true. All right, good job on that one, Mike. From the girl's mind. All right, here, this is a good one. I like this one, all right? Let's go to Big Wood in the 407. What you got? Yo, what's up, boys? Go, mm-hmm. ahead. go ahead, buddy. All right, man, I got one for you. Eating ain't cheating. All right, that I, that one I'll be very interested to hear. Eating, I'll do is not. All right. I'm sure they have ain't. All right. I think you go eating ain't cheating because that's part of the phrase. I'm sure ain't has to be one of the words it's in. Again, it's called uh, Let Them Sing It For You. The link is up on the hideout page on realradio.fm. All right, Dubs is hit. All 
right, they don't have it. No, that doesn't work well. How, how do they not have ain't on there? I don't know. And uh, cheating isn't on there. The CH doesn't work. All right, let's try uh, Joe in the 561. You ready, Joe? What do you got? Yeah, what's up, fellas? Go ahead, buddy. How about uh, take it all, bitch? Take it off, bitch. All right. all right, take it off or take it all. <laughs> Whichever. He said, I say take it off. Let's roll with take it off. All right, I got so many on the instant messenger. Oh, wait, I didn't put the it in there. Hold on. All right, throw the it in, please. I'm going Right, that was a good one. That one I'm liking a lot. EJ from the U in the 407. What you got, EJ? I got a couple. I want to hear uh, Phantom Fireworks. Okay, no. We're not going to do Phantom Fireworks. Hold on. I'm getting it. <laughs> All right, Superworks. Come on. Phantom Fireworks. Fireworks. All right. Uh, it doesn't have the beginning Phantom. No. What's the and- other one? And the other one, uh, Hefe, don't forget to talk about Pussycat Doll. Okay, no. Nah, no. I'm not going to even do it. <laughs> There's no reason to even go there. <laughs> Probably because of one of them. All right, well, that's fun, Dubs. All right, here's another one. Tom has one for you in the 386. What do you got, Tom? Tom? Uh, do you want to touch it? All right, that's a good one. That's always a question you always ask on the first date. Do you, do you want to touch it? Doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, that one's. A, I like how MC Hammer's thrown in there. We can't touch this. All right, there were a couple that I saw. All right, well, now that I think about it, I don't know if I can say these. A lot of the ones that Dubs and I were yeah, doing earlier today. I, I've been looking through them, seeing. The one uh, about your hand, I don't know if that one, I don't think we should do that one. Hold on. All right, I'll have the dump uh, button ready. No, this one doesn't need it. Okay. Children. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe actually it does. Why? All right, let's let's roll again. This is a website. It's called uh, Let Them Sing It For You. I'm telling you, it's an it's hours worth of fun. It's under the What's New section. Very first link under What's New on the Hideout page on RealRadio.fm. Chris in the 407. What you got, Chris? How about uh, spank the money or spank the monkey bitch? All right, spank the monkey bitch. Someone's at a zoo. Right. I know bitch is in there. Bitch is yeah. actually a pretty good. There are certain. <laughs> I wrote skank. All right, hold on. There are right. certain keywords that you know are going to kind of get over for mm-hmm. you when you when you test this thing. Yeah, that the one. The P wasn't in there. Yeah, that one seems like um. All right, I got one, Dubs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell it into your ear. Okay. 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 All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. And then we'll move on after this. But this is kind of a lot of fun. Rock, rock is mm. Oh, rock is ear rape. <laughs> that one got. didn't come out as clear. They need a good. I, I can't believe they don't have rape me from. Uh, from, uh, All you gotta do is email them. Yeah, though. I know I'm going to. Trust me, that one needs to be in there. Mm-hmm. All right, people have so many that are just profane. I can't put a lot of these on the air, chunk. Hold on. Re- Keep this going underneath. You gonna try to sync it up? <laughs> All right, actually. <laughs> try. Hold on. All right, here we go. Go ahead. 
right, what was that one? Hold on. If it's fighting, it will only make you hurt. All right, hold on. Bless the big hands in the 407 has one. Go ahead, big hands. Hey, what's up, brother? I got, I believe, Hooch ate it. Okay. <laughs> I doubt they could have Hooch in there. That's the only problem, our former intern. I don't think she fits in the World Wide Web. I was uh, an idiot. So I don't know if that one's going to work. Arr, oh, damn it. I was oh. an idiot. Well, Dubs, you can get the link. I was an idiot. On the uh, hideout page on realradio.fm, what's new? And it's uh, the first thing under there called Let Them Sing. For uh, no. Yeah, the hooch thing didn't work. Damn it. Well, we just got to email them. That's all we got to do. Hooch. Uh, Dubs, will take a break. We'll come back. I wish we were on satellite because the curse words are so good on this one. Yeah. Um, actually, hooch does work. It's the hideout road radio. <laughs> 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout real radio 104.1. Wrapping up hour one. Boy, it's flown by. This, Speeding. This website, Dubs, you found. Let them sing for you. It's under What's New on uh, the hideout page on realradio.fm. You type in a sentence. They, they, they take different clips from songs to say out the sentence. All right, I got one here mm-hmm. from uh, Thesa. I don't know if it's a chick or a dude, but uh, they'd, they'd like for you to say Napier loves penis. penis. All right, that's a good one. That's a good one. Tom in the 407, you got the last call on this one. we got to move on. What you got, Tom? Hey, what's up, guys? How about just the tip, please? <laughs> it must be at a restaurant, I uh, uh, You're right. All right, hold on. <laughs> That's genius. Hold on a second, Tom. Let's see, let's see how that sounds. Just the tip, please. Just the <laughs> tip, right, I like the please at the end. Good call on that one, Tom. All right, Dubs, that's a lot of fun. Hold on. You got one more? One more. As we were, all right, people are telling me this is my new favorite thing on the web. <laughs> it's almost better than porn. I'm telling you, Dubs and I play. Stop. <laughs> God. Stop. So, hideout page, realradio.fm, under what's new. Oh, this is soft. I thought this was a chick. <laughs> You're, uh... Kind of taking it for uh, word for word on his IM. I still type back nice boobs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, J-Dubs, well, that is uh, that is there. And uh, thank you for finding that one. Go to the hideout page, worldradio.fm. All right, there's so much more still to get to this evening on this uh, on this great, fantastic Tuesday. Anybody have to deal with the rain today at all? I got completely drenched on my way to the gym. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> What was the last one? Did. God. Yeah, I did. That's going to be you all night. This is the new soundboard. <laughs> yes. Sound- any, any question you have, I'm typing real quick to respond. Dubs, what was the story you found on uh, hurricane bets? Uh, there are bets going on on how many hurricanes will hit Florida and other parts of the uh, the country and uh, the uh, category of hurricanes that will hit. Just like a Vegas-style uh, sportsbook type betting on hurricanes, though. Okay. Um, 
How many? I mean, what, what, what are they looking at? What are the odds? Uh, I didn't get the odds. I actually just got the uh, the story from uh, the uh, audio story. And uh, there's a website where you can go to and actually bet it's offshore. So it's completely, you know, one of those, uh, hey, I say something going on in the United States so we can bet on it type things. But, I, uh, I want people to send emails, jdubs at wtks.com just throughout the night. We'll do different phrases for you because they keep pouring in. Okay. And Dubs will do them at random. Well, taking your your requests tonight on a beautiful Tuesday night in the hideout. All right, Dubs, you have the story? Let me hear it. <clears throat> in a world where you can find somewhere to gamble 24 hours a day, a casino or online where you can place a bet on just about anything. Texas Rangers minus 183. Maybe it should come as no surprise to learn you can now bet on the potential of killer storms. That's right. Some internet gambling sites offer odds on whether a Category 3, 4, or 5 hurricane will hit Florida this year. Or ask more broadly to wager on how many hurricanes will sail through the Atlantic. Is it tantalizing or tasteless? We're not hoping for any disasters. We're just giving our customers another option to entertain themselves. And make money. BetChris and WagerWeb run offshore online sites featuring offbeat stakes. Both are run out of Costa Rica, where online gaming is licensed and attracts overseas gamblers. That's over 21 storms. Online better Dan Leach has more than $1,300 riding on the season, and he hopes to cash in. I'd be happy if all these storms were in the middle of the ocean, didn't harm a person. That being said, though, I, I mean, I'm a guy that looks for value out there, whether it's hurricanes or a corporate trial or a basketball game. I'm- I would hate this son of a bitch. I know hanging out with them, it would be like one of those over-energetic sales guys that you always have at every radio station. That, By the way, hi, Wild Bill. <laughs> uh, that's always the way, though, for any of these gambling dudes. Yeah, they're they're way over the top, and they, they just show their addiction with how uh, excited they are to bet. I'm looking for the value out there. At the Hard Rock Casino in South Florida, where action is limited primarily to slots, Gambler said, why not? I have to get the statistics on it, just like any good gambler, but if there were statistics were favorable, I'd bet. And what if someone said, it's tasteless to bet on disaster? It's probably tasteless to bet on anything. <laughs> so. And that was just some fat lady sitting at the slots. Hmm. What are the chances it's a skinny person uh, Never. sitting at the slots? Have you ever seen one of the, the uh, skinny ladies sitting at the slots? The only reason they're skinny is because they've never really uh, put on weight. They're one of those really skinny, frail old women. And they never the, stop smoking. Yeah, with the, uh, with the cigarette in one hand and their uh, fingers in their fanny pack, grabbing out more of the uh, coins in the other hand. Fingers. Yeah. Betting on storms is popular with gamblers. But what if you were a hurricane victim? Would you feel differently about plunking down money to place a wager on the chance of disaster? A good place to go for that answer, Katrina ravaged New Orleans. They live through this type of disaster. You wouldn't make fun of that and, you know, go ahead and try to make money off of these poor people who have nothing. Come Those on, it's who the run American online way. gaming deny they're profiting on someone's misery. It's a matter of public interest. You know, it, it draws uh, attention. It uh, makes people talk about it. They are talking and they're betting. I love the raise awareness uh, argument with any of these time kind of things because you know that's not what they're going for. But they just use that as a kind of a way out. 
Hey, where's Chunks? I know that we got tickets to see Kelly Clarkson. Of course, Chunks a huge fan of Kelly Clarkson. And it's the Addicted Tour. Ugh. So make sure you cut that out for the, the read. Uh, <laughs> mm. Yeah, and replace it with that. Uh, now, Chunk's a huge fan of Kelly Clarkson. I guess she's going to be at the Fort Amos. Loves that song. Since you've been gone. Chunks, what, how do you want to give away these Clarkson tickets? What do you want to do? You got any ideas? I say for the first girl who comes up and um, kisses Chunks. <laughs> no. How about a nice slow dance to Since You've Been Gone, Chunks? No. What do you think? What would you rather do? It's up to you. What would you rather go do? Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Let me you want somebody to come here? Because they're ba- no, whatever you want to do. It's your tickets. It's your tickets. How do you want to oh, give wow. away these Kelly Clarkson tickets? <laughs> these, things are, these things are pretty <laughs> I like that. These things are pretty valuable. These things are pretty valuable. But, uh... Is there anything in particular? God, man, I'd really like to hear people sing. I sing it all the time. I don't want to hear... (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I want people doing Kelly Clarkson karaoke. Hmm. It's so fun, though. Well, I know you really like it. The song's not on. It's kind of awkward. Go sing it somewhere not here. How about that? I kind of like that. I was just about, kidding. I just wanted to get him away from me. I, I kind of like that idea. How about you go stand at a street corner somewhere and you wear just a sing short it. skirt? Sure, man. Sing that song all day and night. This is a good song. Huh? Didn't get that one. Stop, fairy. <laughs> ah. <laughs> the fairy's a little tough. Hmm. How about you go to a playground and hand them out? Oh. To Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> you might get in trouble. You can can't you get like arrested and die? Some of them are missing me. Yeah. Yeah, some are going they, by a little bit too quick. It hasn't been perfected yet, but I'm digging it. Oh, now that people are knowing about it and they submit like words that need to go in. This thing is gonna be all over the uh the like it's gonna be huge. People are gonna love it. Like Kelly Clarkson. It's uh, ass. Alright, it's up to you, Chunks. We'll take a break, we'll come back. Chunks will decide what's he want what he wants to do with these Kelly Clarkson tickets since they're his. And uh are you gonna t- are you gonna keep a pair for you? You think I should? I mean I don't even want to deprive somebody of the uh... Oh it's up to you. Hmm. It's not really for our format. I but think there's one pair in there that's actually kind of messed up. The reader might not be able to pick it up. So I'll just hold on to that I'm one. sure it'll get people in. No, I, I actually think... figured out what he wants to do. What's that? <laughs> I missed it. What was it? Give the band? No, give a hand thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, We'll take a break. We'll come back. Hey, Dubs, we'll also come back with the Roethlisberger audio update, which is pretty good. And there's a whole lot more on this Tuesday night to hide out. Row Radio 104.1. Hour 2, Tuesday night to hide out. Row Radio 104.1. Hey, Chunks. Sorry, I was a little off. I didn't. Actually, you fat bastard. I believe no, is what that was, was. Uh, perfect. Actually, well, when you have to explain it. No, I didn't. You just have to put some headphones on, douchebag. Dubs, this is a. I want to. Uh, 
say best of luck to a father, I believe in the Chicago area, who is um, fighting in court to keep the mother from mutilating his eight-year-old son by circumcising him. That's not mutilation. The mother argues without circumcision, the reoccurring affections will only get worse. So the kid has infections, the mother's trying to circumcise him, and uh, he's against it. Apparently, according to the attorney for the mother, the father repeatedly misses child support payments and is opposed to his ex-wife's new marriage, a claim the father denies. I got to say, good for this father. Keep your son from being circumcised. Because Why? Because it is, it is mutil, it is genital mutilation. Not when, uh, the kid's getting, uh, in, the kid's getting, uh, different infections and everything for one thing, and, uh, this could very well help him. Uh, and teach proper hygiene, and you're not gonna have this problem. Well, that's the thing. The guy's not even in the house anymore to teach that kind of stuff. So that's the, uh, the issue here, and it should be as the, the wife's decision, the mother's decision, because she's, Ultimately, gonna be the one around. No, wrong. Mothers it, I and mean, fathers do not stay around for more than four more years. Wrong. Uh, it's the kid's decision, and let's wait until he's eighteen. And if he decides he wants to uh, unhood himself, no, you you do not have that luxury as a kid. Every decision is your parents' decision. I'm telling you, dude, it's wrong. I remember, like back in the nineties, uh, one of the big things that people were always talking about was this female genital mutilation that was happening in Africa. To the, to the little girls to keep them from getting sexually excited where they would clip off uh, one of the parts that stimulates a woman uh, sexually. And to, to me, this... Damn it. What were you going to do? Cut it now. Come on. <laughs> I say slice. And it just... It really... I, I Now, thank goodness these things are going down as far as, like, the number of operations and the number of circumcisions in the United States. Are they going down? Yeah. They're at their lowest since, like, the 70s, apparently, because there have been a lot of reports that say that, um, here, the studies have cited a, uh, a lot of things that circumcised babies have a risk for infection and injury because of the sensitive skin. That's That skin is there for a reason. It is there to, to get f- cut off. No, to, to get cut off you. at birth. It's there to be chopped. It is there to protect your uh, most precious of parts. From what? It's disgusting. All it does is collect cheese. Yeah. You have to take but, a feather duster there every other day. But, the, but that's the problem. You should not be cutting things off because of the fact that sometimes you get dirty. You, you increase, oh, I'd love to cut my ass off, but I can't do it. You increase your hygiene... And you take better yourself, you know, if properly. I, if I could go without cheeks, I would do it. If there's some way to just completely cut them off. How lazy are you? How lazy yes. are you? I mean, genuinely, how lazy are you? Why? It's just a, it's a, I have sometimes a three-roll habit where I'm just rolling it around my hand three, four times. See, this is the problem. This is the problem. What, Chunks? What about tonsils? People get those removed all the time, and they don't need those. But they're there. And the spleen. But it's not there to protect you from anything. What, what is it protecting you from? It is there. Actually, the spleen you need, don't you? It's the appendix. Sorry. Yeah, the appendix. <laughs> it is there to protect your... 
Your thing. From what? That's what underwear. We're walking through the woods naked yeah, anymore. I'm telling you, we had That's a guy. That's what you got jeans for. We had a guy on the show before who talked about how it's there to protect the sensitivity. That guy was a nut. No, he wasn't. He was English. He was British. He was smart. <laughs> so he was a gay nut. Whatever. <laughs> how are you going to start in porn with if you're not circumcised? That's the other problem. The majority of the reasons why this is now going on is for aesthetics. I saw. Good. I saw it on an episode of House and ER. Where a guy is with a new girlfriend and she doesn't like the uh, the anteater, and so he tries to do it himself with some sterilized box Well, cutters. I mean that's stupid. Yeah, that's you go a... get it professionally done. That's stupid. They did that on Nip Tuck first. <laughs> uh, no, they didn't. Yeah, they did. ER first. ER sucks. Nip Tuck. You shot it. I'm telling you, man. All right, if you have a you have a son, yeah. when you have a son, are you gonna get him circumcised? Yes. I want to see the little guillotine Stop. pulled out. See, that's what's dirty about it. The little c- cigar snipper. Yeah. <laughs> You're the same one that I'm having that all my friends smoke because I had a boy. There's Dominican and then snip snip. Afterwards, after I, you know, do it. On the I don't think that the mom should have a say in this. Why not? She's the one taking care of him. It's She's not, the one with the best interest in mind. It's not hers, dude. It's not hers. She had to uh, when you're push gonna, it through a canal. When you're going to have to go cutting parts off because, you know, for whatever reason, I think you wait. This is, thing isn't going to kill him. If for some reason it's an issue for him when he turns 18, he can have the cosmetic surgery. Otherwise, you leave it alone. When you are under 18, it doesn't matter what you want. It is up to the guardian and the one who's paying for the kid, the mother. The father the mother doesn't no want to be. The mother doesn't want to be hassled with the thing of... Uh, here's how you properly clean your wee-wee, or your ween, whatever you want to call it. Well, she doesn't know that. That's why I think the dad should be in on this. The dad should have uh, stepped in a long time ago and taught him, but that ain't happening. So cut it off. I would say go a little bit lower. (laughs) (laughs) No one likes a turtleneck. No. (laughs) All right, now. Those went out of style. I never hickeys, though. I didn't realize this. It predominantly is in members of the Muslim and Jewish faiths, and also the majority of Americans, South Koreans, mm-hmm. and Filipinos. We're in good company. Yeah. Right, you would think that as much as the Muslims and the Jewish people fight, they could at least have this one thing in common, like, oh, all right, you know what? They have a lot of stuff in common, actually. Why lot, aren't they on the same? A lot of stuff in that book is the same exact thing in the other one. What's with the fighting, then? What's the problem here? Both of you are into the male mutilation. They gotta do something. They don't have good TV over there. Yeah. They gotta do something to kill the time. They're just kill now each get, other. They're just now getting friends. <laughs> and it's awful, so I do feel bad for them. Alright. I'm I'm worried. Trying to find a central perk around there. <laughs> okay, you know what? One of you two is on the phones. I don't know why both of you sitting here in the studio when dummy Napier's back there screening them. I can't trust the kid. We can't trust the intern on the phones. He's borderline retarded. I saw in his application, and he has an IQ of 74. With his big dumb smile and his got beer t-shirt. That's who we're trusting the phone calls to? They don't have retarded? No. Gordon in 352, you're in the hideout. Go ahead, Gordon. Hey, uh... I just wanted to let you know that there is a percentage of these operations that go wrong, especially when they're a child and they're so hard to restrain. 
because especially predominantly in the Jewish faith, there isn't even anesthesia used. Yeah, what, and they wait till what? Twelve? Uh, no, I thought no, it was. No, no, they, it's by the eighth day. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was very young. And then remember too. But then, a... but then when you have even like I said, that's just especially in kids. This is a surgery. If they make a mistake, do you want to take a chance on part of it being lopped off? And, and, and I, I don't even know why we're lopping it off. Like, what's the reason I for, I for circumcision? I don't know about you, but I have a few extra to give. So it really <laughs> wouldn't matter to me. I can't afford it. I think a little too much was taken. And I mean it. Something ain't right. It's <laughs> <laughs> so a hideout row radio 104.1. We're talking about the circumcision thing. That sounds so desperate. Well, it's true. I get out of the shower today, and I'm like, how can such a big guy have a really... Minuscule? Embarrassing. Just embarrassing. Fire hydrant? Come on. Sorry. All right. I need Kelly to reword what she's going to say, Chunks. It's just a bit too much, considering the conversation. So if you have a son, you aren't going to do it? No way. Why not? He's going to be teasing the shower. So you tell him, hey, you're protected. It's okay. This is the From way. The front, yeah. This is the way you were born. It's got... Look, here's the thing. Whether you believe in God or you believe in evolution, that is there for a reason. That skin is there for a reason. Yes, to be sacrificed to the gods. That's not why it's there. Mm-hmm. It's like wisdom teeth. Yes. Unneeded. Well, then guess what? Over the time, as we evolve, it will work its way out of the population. Otherwise, it needs to be there. It's it's this aesthetic thing. That's all it is. It's just for looks now. It's like a pinky finger. Not got, needed. No, wrong. You ever jam a pinky finger? Yeah. You break but, one? But Mine's if it was, deformed now. If it was gone, though. How'd that happen? Hmm. Media bowl? <laughs> Oops. Let's try Kelly in the 407. Go ahead, uh, Kelly. Hey, guys. Circumcision is unnecessary and evil and wrong. Now, I, yeah, well, I mean, you're basically agreeing. Now, why Come do you... here and check it out. Why, no. do you, why do you say that, sweetie? There's a billion reasons, but the biggest are for Mine. sexual pleasure for a man... All of your nerve endings are there. See, not, cutting off most of your pleasure zone. That's right. And that's what for we talk- women, it's made to be more pleasurable. It's ribbed for, you know. Her pleasure, exactly. I don't care. I'm not worried about that. No, but even for you, Mr. Selfish, the, the British guy that we had on, who is selling the prosthetic um, skins. Trust me, I don't need any more sensitation down there. <laughs> Sensation? <laughs> sensitation. You can't just go making up words, I dude. can. Just because we're on the radio, we can't just make up words. Prognostitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you're the guy from In Living Color. Just in jail making up stuff. <laughs> I almost said the S-bomb. I almost did it. Almost did it. All right, look. Here's the thing. When I have a kid, it's not going to happen. And I think the kid will thank me for it. Well, I got statistics right here. Um... We continue to lead the world thank you, late at night. <laughs> in circumcisions. 1.12 million American baby boys circumcised in 2003. All right, that's a pretty low percentage now that I think about it. Essentially about 
The high was in 1980 when it was like about 65% circumcised. I only remember like a few kids on like a wrestling or football team that didn't have it done. I'm just it pisses me off, dude. It just seems like Weren't it's they lepers as well. It yeah. just seems completely unnecessary. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. Hour two, Tuesday night, it's a hideout row radio 104.1. Lee in the 407. What's up, Lee? Hey guys, what's up? Go ahead, buddy. Hey, I was just tipping uh, over to you. I heard you talking about the uh circumcision. Yeah. Let me give you my two cents worth. I'm uncircumcised. I'm 57, my two sons. And just to give you a basic, I agree with the one guy that said, you know, it's totally, absolutely unnecessary. And about 20 years ago, the insurance companies quit paying for it. Yeah, I saw that, too, where company, because it's, uh, it's not needed anymore. It's not needed. It was, yeah, actually, you know what? It was an old custom. It, it, it was a, it was more of a tribal, and who particular does, religion custom. And who doesn't like a custom job? Everybody likes a custom yeah. paint job. Everybody Thank likes you, Lee. custom Appreciate rims. It. Why wouldn't you want custom junk? That's all I'm asking. But everybody's got it now. Why don't you try to be cool? It's like a motorcycle or tattoos. I think we should have uh, maybe uh, exhibit dude pimp your junk, where he's going around giving circumcisions, putting swimming pools on it. Yeah, <laughs> Tom in the 407. What's up, Tom? That's our Kelly. Hey, hey what's going on, guys? Hey. I was circumcised too, and I agree with Kelly in the fact that says, you know, that she just called um, the fact that it, it feels better. I mean, I don't have any basis of comparison, but um, well, that and when um, I don't know those lonely nights, it kind of comes in handy too. If uh, anybody who's uncircumcised know what I mean. All right. I guess I don't know what it is, but you know, it's a whole something I'll never know. It's something I'll never know. You would never know that if it felt better without it. I'm just saying, dude, it's there for a reason. That's my, that's my final argument. It's there for a reason. And what reason, though? Well, I don't know. I'm not God. I'm not Mother Earth. I am. Listen to me. Wrong. Don't need it. Uh, I am your savior. Stephen Hawking says humans must go into space for the survival of the race. We have to find a new home elsewhere in the universe because there's an increasing risk that disaster will destroy Earth. Now, this is from the smartest man alive. Actually, I got his quote right here. You should really start using this to talk instead of that stupid electronic thing. He just wants to go to places that don't have stairs or (laughs) (laughs) gravity. He can just float anywhere he wants to go instead of using those retarded legs. Or gravel driveways or sand pits. (laughs) Nowhere with mud. The astrophysicist said that um, we have to be, we need a permanent moon base in the next 20 years and a colony on Mars in the next 40 years. Because he added, if humans can avoid killing themselves, which is a great point, in the next 100 years, we should have those uh, space settlements. It's important because of the ever increasing risk of being wiped out by a disaster, such as sudden global warming, a nuclear war. Or a genetically engineered virus. Or maybe even some stuff we haven't even thought about yet. And it's all very real and very possible. And I'm just really disappointed we haven't hit space yet. Actually, I have another quote from him. My neck has a kink. (laughs) It's always It's actually tied in knots. (laughs) It's like a Boy Scout's been working on it. Someone's got a marriage ba- merit badge on his back. It's <laughs> a <laughs> <So> fisherman's knot. <laughs> you can tie my ships to a dock with it. Someone should start a fire underneath him and see if he can get his ass up. 
Run again. <laughs> Why run the guy down? He's the smartest guy on earth, and you just want to sit here and pick on the fact that he... Because uh... I can't beat him with my brains. I'll beat him with uh, his inability to walk. So do you, I, I once again will say, will we see space in our lifetime? Like any of us here. Us here? No. We will never make it into space. No, none of us will. Ever. If uh, if they do start, we'll be too old to be sent up there. We'll be a waste. I think they would want to send old people first to test it out. <laughs> no. No, because they know that the old people will die just going up there. Their heart can't take it. They sent up John Glenn. Wasn't uh, he young then, though? Dubs, don't you wish you had the internet when you were in school? Cheating students are using the web to buy coursework. They've labeled it as, um, there's a specific thing they're calling it nowadays. I'll have to find it here in the story in a second. But essentially the problem is that mostly college students, mm-hmm. they'll throw it out on, like, I don't know, a message board or some sort of a bidding site, and they'll say, hey, need a paper done on Stephen Hawking. Mm-hmm. And so they'll throw it out to the, you know, a bidder, 20 bucks, write a paper on Stephen Hawking. And it's getting done. And so a lot of college students nowadays, they say from the majority of the top universities, they're not even doing their work anymore. They're farming it out. Yeah, I used to have to go to the uh, the cool kids' uh, dorm room, like in PCU, and buy a, a paper from them. That or you always had to make friend with a nerd. Yeah, there was have a, him write it. You'd always buddy up with the nerd. You invite him out to the parties, but then he was the one doing your work. Mm-hmm. While you were, you know, sobering up or working off a hangover, this kid's the one who's typing up your papers. They say essentially it's about 20 bucks for one of these tasks, and it's being done internationally. That's a bargain. It's When you think, like, if you have a seven- to nine-page paper due, mm-hmm. and you're... 20 th- bucks is nothing. 20 bucks is essentially... I mean, how many of us, when we had our book reports due, instead of reading the books or buying even the cliff notes... You'd go out there. You'd find a movie. You'd try. Oh, yeah. How many times have you ever tried to do that? Oh, every time. I don't think I ever read a full book in school. I'd read like half of it and be like, eh, there has to be something out there. Our SKD says when he took physics, too, a buddy emailed him the entire book solution manual and the answers to all of the tests. Now, you got to think this is good. We're learning to delegate. We're learning the shortcuts here in America. And, I th- and we're not really learning. We're learning how to manage. Actually, I did kind of cheat using the internet back in uh, uh, college. I remember I, started, I took some like philosophy course or something like that, and I was trying to read the book, and it was just too boring and long. And then I just typed in kind of the the questions that I needed to answer, and I just sort of would, would read summaries about them, and then I would just copy and paste. And you got to remember the old days too of like you know before the internet actually going to the library. Mm-hmm. And they they bitched if you uh, even took uh, one sentence out of those books and used it in your paper. Now it's just all plagiarism. Yeah, it's everything. I doubt there's an original thought out there when it comes to our uh, our students. The worst guy was the guy who would ruin it for everybody in the class by not changing one little word, and uh, then would uh, raise the awareness of the teacher, and then the teacher would be looking for it every single time. When you did a copy and paste job. You always had to dirty up your work. You had oh, to yeah. miss a comma somewhere. You had to misspell. You had to uh, change a paragraph in there. Just so you uh, can't be greedy and cheat. You have to go for a B. Yeah. When you're cheating, never go for the A. Don't Make it a B paper. Now, what were your favorite ways to cheat in school? Which way did you ever do it? When you now, I don't know if the kids nowadays can even 
one of the big ways that we thought we were getting over was with those T uh T one eighty two calculators yeah. mm-hmm. and you would type in the formula. You could save so many formulas into your calculator and so in algebra or calculus or whatever it was, I never memorized a formula, but you go in there and, and you have you have it saved into your uh into your you know into your little uh thing Bob, your calculator mm-hmm. and you roll from there. That was a favorite way of uh cheating when I was in school. I got caught cheating one time uh and got uh suspended for a week and got F in the class because for probably four months, me and the guy behind me, uh, whenever we had grade papers, they'd just say, pass to the person behind you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, we would just switch papers. I would hand the person in front of me three people back, and then we would do that. We did it for like two months, three months. Finally got caught, got uh, F in the class, and suspended for a week. That's genius. I Which, forgot uh, about I, that. I remember that running that gimmick too. Of, mm-hmm. Come on, bro, help a brother. I would do that with Harold Wilson all the time in geometry. Who was mine? Brandon Hill. Uh, Harold and I, because he would literally go out like that night, like the nights before, and go raving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so we just switch papers. And then, and then the teacher was so stupid. Miss Thompson was so stupid. She wouldn't even look at the paper. She'd ask for the grade. Yeah. He'd just shout out the grade to him. Uh, 83. All righty. Uh, 88. That was always the fun one. My, se- my senior math class, by Curious BJ, was the uh, the student uh, teacher's aide for it. So I got an A in everything. I never turned one thing in. First hour, showed up barely, and I got an A in everything. Uh, how are they think you're John Nash from A Beautiful Mind? Because you're not showing up and you're still getting everything. No, also the uh, the coach was one of the wrestling coaches, so uh, there was really no problem at all. Jeff in the 321, what's up, Jeff? Hey, guys, love the show, man. Thank you, I, buddy. I got two things, uh, how I how I cheated and how I sold cheating. I Like, in you know, for a while back in high school and college, I was making about 80 bucks a semester writing those Gordon Rule papers. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember those. Uh, no, don't. I don't, but go ahead. Oh yeah, well you know you get you get like every semester you have like you know you have to write like five Gordon Rule papers or something like that a certain number of words, and so you know I was a big nerd and I knew the subject really without doing much studying on it because you know I read it all in my free time, and so I just sold that stuff and you know twenty bucks a paper, and you know uh, four papers later. That's a you're a genius. Now what are you doing now? What do you how do you make your living? Oh, I'm I'm just working part time and, and still going to school right now. Oh, okay, all right. Very I'm not. Good. I'm not and, and then also with the TI-85 graphing calculators. Yes. I I wasn't so much of a nerd when it came to math and science. You know, I was like a literature and history thing. You know, so what I did for you know back when I was in high school, I graduated in '99. Teachers had caught on to that whole saving formulas thing, so they would go around and make sure you cleared your calculator. Right? They do the they do the memory erase thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. basic. But here's what I. I wrote a program that that basically ended up showing that same menu screen and stuff like that. So I entered, I started the program before they came in, before they came up to me, and then it had the menu, erase memory, yes or no, and then I'd hit yes in the program, and it would show a screen saying memory erased, okay, and then it would go on just like that. You're a so, genius, dude. What do you mean? What are you doing? You're wasting your time. Whatever you're doing, you're a genius. You, you should be uh, writing books on how to cheat, bro. Right, I just He's got, got this. it down. SKD says the profs have tools to use against us. Turnitin.com checks your paper versus virtually everything against everything ever written. All right, that sucks. Yeah, now all these uh, papers are on disk 
and they have them handed it to them that way, so they can just pop it up on the computer, send it right over to a website. Do you think that gets uploaded? I'm sure. Oh, that would be awful. Because then you hear you think you've gotten over, you know? And then you're getting a big fat F on the paper. Because someone found it on somebody's GeoCities, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, oh, Jesus. They use that program to take down a bunch of UVA kids. I guess if there's more than five words that pop up in a row, then it causes a red flag. I turn it in dot com. I know Indians were gay. What? what? Oh, he said flag. It's a hideout <laughs> radio one oh four red flag. No, yeah. he didn't. It's a hideout <laughs> radio one oh four point one. It's a hideout Tuesday night. Hefe and dubs with you. Real radio one oh four point one. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Use those phone numbers whenever you feel like you have something to contribute. And um, or use them just a prank. Ah, sure. Why not? All right, here's have why a little sleepover. Here's why you gotta love Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks. He is financing a new website that will investigate stock fraud and corporate wrongdoing. Nice. ShareSleuth.com will launch next month. Not only is he bringing a championship, hopefully, to Dallas, he's going to fix what's wrong with corporate America. That's already done. You guys are having the parade no, tomorrow. No, we're not. It's a very schedule. important game three. I'm sure Miami will come out tough and it's more done. than likely could even be a loss. But nonetheless, still, I um uh, I want to congratulate Mark Cuban for being an innovator and a thinker. Dubs, you had something? Uh, yeah, there was a ringtone, I guess, that kids are using now in schools to send text messages and such to uh, each other. But the uh, the uh, adults in the classes can't hear it. I have heard about that. Mm-hmm. Like it's uh, such a high-pitched tone that you can't hear it if you have... Uh, worn down ears which i do by the way because i have my headphones blasted all the way and i can still barely hear yeah it, it, and that studio is completely terrible with the headphones it, you have to blast anything to even get a hint of what anybody around you's saying right but here's the story of the ringtone it's a ringtone that many adults cannot hear see if you can hear it thank god i heard it that is a high-pitched ringtone did you hear it i didn't hear it I heard some little few snaps. I heard, yeah. The, the snaps aren't part of it. It's the high pitch part. Why did, can't you just say, yeah, Tommy, you can hear it? Yeah, I didn't hear it there, bro. <laughs> Tone that many older people cannot hear because of aging ears. Students in class use it to receive text messages, and teachers cannot hear the sound. Our Dr. Emily Sine is here to tell us why us old people can't uh, hear it. Good morning. Good morning. What's going on? Why, well, why, why, can't, why really can't most adults hear this, but teens can? Yes, well, it is an unfortunate fact of life. But as we get older, particularly over 40, but certainly over 50, these very high-frequency sounds, we really can't hear them anymore. It's hearing loss. It's age-related hearing loss. And this is absolutely true. I tried this yesterday in the office. All the new young interns are in the office. They can all hear it. I don't hear a thing. So uh, <laughs> Okay, let, let's listen. Let's try to let's listen. Let's try it. I've tried a Again. number of different ways. All right, here we go. I, I heard it there. 
Yeah, I but you too. wouldn't be able to tell. I, I cannot hear a thing. Neither can I. Now, now let's console ourselves. because You can kind of tell that there's a difference there, but you really can't hear it. Oh, dude. All right, this is one of those signs of uh, oh, getting old. Mm-hmm. Now, Matt, you're young. Do you hear it? I can't hear it. You have gray hair, though. And you I have... got that thing wrong with my ear right now. I didn't know you had anything. Was it gravy? Drumstick? What's the problem in your ear? I don't know. Ear drumstick, ear wig. There's a couple of things that uh, that can make us have difficulty hearing this, okay. even if we don't have age-related hearing loss. First of all, the volume of it that really matters. If you play it at a very high volume, that might help. But also but the direction the of, the, of the, the pitch the, of it. In some right. people, it's sort of like a, a hearing aid. You can amplify the sound. You might be able to hear it. But also the direction of the speaker can matter. <laughs> and you know, depending on the type of speaker that you play it on, you may or may not be able to hear it because some speakers just don't play this very high pitch. Eva Light brings up a good point. How many of you guys, whenever you walk into a room or you're near a room, you can hear when a TV is on, but maybe nothing is, like it's on a blank channel or on the VCR channel, and it's yeah. just and it's just blank, mm-hmm. and you can't, and it, the, the screen blue, is the black. Blue, the blue screen or whatever Or sometimes. sometimes even black, and you still know, hey, someone turned on a TV. Or a computer monitor is another one. Mm-hmm. Do you still get that and hear that? Rarely. I, mean, I used to, every time I would turn on my monitor, I'd hear a click and then a hum. I don't get that anymore. I have a headache now. From just because for being old or what? No, I think when I started to listen real carefully for that ringtone, I suddenly got a headache. <laughs> you pushed too hard? Yeah. You strained. <clears throat> Ow. Yes, my husband insists I have hearing loss. I, I guess I'm not listening hard enough. Dr. Emily Sinead, thank you so much. All right, do we... feel old today. Do you? Do we have... The um the actual ring? Yeah, do we have Isolated? it anywhere? I don't have it. I think Chunks had it. Let's see if we can play that for you. Now, let me ask you this. At what point did you realize you were old? I know my point. All right, hold on. Now, let's go around the room really quickly and give our ages. I am 28. I'm 25. Tommy? 22. 21. All right, Tommy's 28. Chunks what? is 20. I'm not 28. Chunks is 25, right? 25. You're 25? I'm 25. God damn you, dude. I think Napier is not. Who cares? Yeah. That's what she was never I think he's gay. So, at what point. People are saying they played it on the. They heard it on the website, but not over the broadcast. People are saying there may be something with the tape that we're playing. No, because when I played it on the website, I had the same reaction. I could not hear it. Right, when did you know you were first getting old? 407-916-1041, My first indication of it was uh, actually when I was with you, Hefe. Me and you went to a Marilyn Manson concert. You son of a bitch. I, <laughs> and, about this. Uh, I was hanging out there with you, staring at the crowd and everything, and I felt really old. So I left three songs in. Yeah. And didn't tell you. I told you I was going to the bathroom, and I just bolted. <laughs> You're sick of bad blood dates. You're date. such a dick, because... <laughs> Oh, we go to the Manson show at the 930 Club in D.C., and you're like, hey, I'm just going to go uh, hit the restroom. All right. Literally about four songs later, I'm like, where is he? So I go and try to find you nowhere to be found, and I felt di- I completely got ditched at the show. And what were you panicking about? What was it I about? I just the- felt old. Now, how have you gone and walked around like at the Warp Tour and stuff like that and not felt oh, old? I-, I feel old there, too, and I never stay long. I'll go out there and watch a couple bands, but I feel like leaving fairly quick. All right, a couple things. One of the real reasons, like, times that I knew I was getting old, mm-hmm. A, is when I was annoyed by everything. Everything 
that was uh, on MTV. Yeah, when uh, just MTV doesn't make sense to you anymore. What is this crazy stuff? And and I'm not gonna lie, to you. I'm gonna turn on Lifetime. This is the year, right? Let me switch over to Discovery Times or the yes. History Channel. That sounds better to me. It actually does. And uh, here's one of the big things too. This year, mm-hmm. when I've had all these ass problems. You know what I mean? Yeah, when your body's just falling apart on you, you can feel it. This is the year that I've real. I'm like, wow, this is the point of no return. Uh, and then sometimes I come back to Earth and I'm like, you know what? Dirk Nowitzki's 28. So what's my problem? Why am I being such a big baby? Oh, wait, he's been an athlete all his life. Yeah. He trains five hours a day. I, if I'm lucky, get off my couch for five hours a day. Never. And now that I have that DVR, too, it's so dangerous. Just watching shows all day long, pretending to prepare for the show. I get up to grab the lotion. That's about it. And then I, uh, you know, hit the uh, hit play on the little box on my computer. Robert in the 208. What you got, Robert? Hey, I uh, when I was a kid, couldn't even go near the TV department. I could hear that flyback transformer big time. Even today, uh, I can still hear it, and I'm already 45 years old. Maybe people are more it's, sensitive uh, to it. Now that's the thing, because I, I I do remember hearing those, Robert, and I'll still hear it, especially when like a computer monitor or something will kick on. I, I used to. I get that. And yeah, I, I still big can get time. it. I could I, it, I could hear it so clearly when I was a kid, it hurt. Right. Yeah. All right, I hear you. Thank you, Robert. It's kind of like a static sound, like a light static sound to it. Tommy, when did you realize you were uh, getting old? Um, well, I'm not, but when I realized I couldn't be on any MTV shows anymore. Yeah, you when, you, when, you couldn't, when you couldn't uh, register to be in uh, real world? Yeah, it's like anyone 25 and younger, and I was like, oh, my God. I missed my window. This isn't, I could have maybe been on, no, I guess not now. Hey, do we have that clip? Do we have the clip that says Chunks found it? Is he done wandering around? <laughs> Where did he go? What's he been doing? What's he doing back there? He's running around doing some, like, uh, best ofs for the 11 p.m. show. Well, no, he needs to pr- work on this show. We're trying to make a best of now for this segment. Yeah, uh, Matt. I knew I was getting too old when I was getting frustrated with uh, Wiley Coyote and how he couldn't catch the Roadrunner, and I was just so stupid. You're questioning it, trying. Yeah, I was like, "Why are you trying? You're never gonna do it. Just stop." All right, that's a good point. When you begin to interject like reality in the mm-hmm. fantasy, and you're just like, "All right," but that's when you kind of stop being a kid. That's more of what that is. Yeah, and that's not when you feel old. You can no longer suspend disbelief, and you're just like, "Oh, come on already." Stop falling for it. You what? know the cliff is there. You know that wall is painted. Stop buying from Acme. It's de- it's, it's defective. Yeah, the place sucks. <laughs> uh, do we have it? All right, I guess the boys have the sound. Let's see if you can hear this. All right, I'm hearing it. Yeah, I hear it now. But for you to have this... For you to have this God, as a tone, here's a, you'd have to be more sensitive to it than we are. And here's what's funny about it, too. I, I don't think if we were just talking... I want you to randomly... Now, don't... I just want you to randomly play it while we're talking. Yeah. And, uh, and I want to see if we can identify it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I heard it, too. I oh wonder if it's, if it's going through like all the compression here on the radio. It might be. As we sit here, just could randomly... All right, there, yeah. I, see, here's the thing, though. We have headphones yep. on. 
I can feel it in my ears. Yeah, it does really just right, kind of pierce how about this? you. Let's take our headphones off. Okay. And we have the monitor in here, right? So now in here in the monitor. Let's see if we can hear it now. Yeah. I'm going along. It's a hideout real radio 104.1. You hear it, Tommy? Yeah. I can't hear it. I think I, is it stopped playing or is it still playing? Uh, see, I didn't hear it. Once I took off the headphones. Yeah, well, the headphones make it so much louder to you. Yeah, I think the headphones makes doing it. doing it right uh, now. All right, people are saying they're hearing it. Tumblr says it's oh. kind of like that test that the nurse always gave you in school where you had to raise your right hand, left hand, right hand, left hand. I hated that. I was always Never a, got it right. I was always afraid of failing. I always had my hands out to make the L with the left. You were looking for your buddy to pass your paperback so mm-hmm. that you could get a good grade? Where are you, Brandon? All right, people are saying my ears are bleeding. Yeah, for some reason that's really annoying. Oh, my ears hurt so bad now. Rick in the 352, you're in the hideout. What's up, Rick? What's up, man? Just to let you I can't hear a damn thing either. Uh, you're not uh, getting it. I went on the phone. All right, go ahead, dude. I uh, feel a little dirty and a little old when you start looking at those 17-year-olds, and you're like, oh, man, I just can't do that anymore. Oh, yeah, you, or you're roaming a college campus, and you're like, wow, these girls look really young. Right, now here's, Rollins heard. <laughs> here's the odd thing. In college, they look too young. In high school, they look old. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that trend at all? Yeah, remember when you were in high school and you'd drive through like a college campus and you'd think, wow, these chicks are really old. They're uh, they're women. And now you go around there, little girls. Sarah in the 407, what do you have, Sarah? Um, well, first of all, I started realizing that I was getting old when um, I used to play my uh, music really loud in my car and now I can hear it coming down the road inside my house and it drives me crazy. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> But the other thing was we were talking at work the other day, and we have this 18- or 19-year-old um, girl that works with me, and we were talking about um, game systems, and we were, we started talking about Ataris, and she didn't know what an Atari was. Oh, but, God. Now that, I'm only 25, and I feel I was like, oh, my God. That, or you so reference cool. you reference something like ALF. Yeah, and or, like, what's ALF? I know, yeah. or the A-team. And we also, we I, I was like, remember when we had the first computers with the green screens, the first the Apple computers with yeah. um, Oregon, Oregon Trail? Trail. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what? They used Odell to be Lake. green? I know, exactly. All right, thank you. That's a good point, Sarah. That's when you know you're getting old. It's a hideout. Like I'm lost? Real Radio 104.1, exactly. Right, welcome back in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1, wrap it up hour two. People are coming through with some good things as to when they felt old. Um, just because this loud, this high-pitched noise that the kids yes. are now... don't even do it, Tommy. ...are using for their ringtones in school. Uh, Christy in the 407, what do you got, Christy? Well, talking about feeling old, my girlfriend and I were just at dinner thinking about how, wow, it's only 9 o'clock and we feel old from having one drink. But the first thing that got me was when we'd all go out to going out for drinks or hanging out, all of us girls, and... We look around and realize that we're the old ones. We're the ones that aren't getting the looks. And there's this girl next to us that's 12 that's really not 12. Right. And getting the same looks that we used to get. I know. I got. How old are you, by the way, Christy? I'm 20, I will be 28 next Wednesday. Yeah, that's uh, that's my age. And uh, I'm telling Tommy, you got to stop at the buzzing thing. I'm hearing it. I think it's just because the headphones. It's driving me nuts. Thank you, Christy. <laughs> that's got to make you feel young. Yeah. Well, uh, when I was. Uh, when I figured out I, I wasn't made for the late night partying is when I was at the bar one time. I'm like, Jesus, it has to be about two. Look at my clock. Eh, it's ten. 
10 o'clock, I think it's 2. Well, I think it's time to head in. When was this? Probably two years ago. I had that happen when we were at Mako's for the 666 party. <laughs> I mean, we were done with the broadcast at 10, and it felt like it was the old days of the hideout in D.C. where we'd end at 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I was just pooped, and I couldn't believe it. All right. Um, McKinney says, the day I turned on alternative rock music, a station, and decided I hated every song made after 1998. No, it's just the DJs. That too. That's definitely a big part of it. And then uh, someone called in, said whenever they saw Pearl Jam on VH1 Classic. (laughs) God, yeah. Now here's the problem. It's something you have to come to grips with. But it, it happens to all of us. You have to come to grips with it, but there is a point where it just hits you like a ton of bricks. You didn't see it coming. You still felt young. And then one day, it turns on you. And all of a sudden, your ass is... uh. It's not a slow-moving process. It happens overnight. It happened to me uh, in 2006. May 2002, when I was 22. I, I felt old. I started to feel old when uh, LeBron James was drafted and he was younger than I was. Yeah, and when you see people drafted that are much younger than you, you start kind of feeling like, wow. Here's the thing, though. Why do we get so worried about being old? Is it something about our society where we put all this emphasis on youth? But don't you realize that you're yeah. worthless when you're young? Like, honestly, I've always wanted to hit 30. But here's, wh- here's why. Just let me explain really mm-hmm. quickly. Because I think in our business and what you and I do for a living... We won't be looked at as those crazy kids. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll have a little bit more legitimacy. And, you know, when I turned 30, I would have been in radio for almost 11 years then. And I feel like, in a way, as far as our profession goes, it would help. It goes a little bit further. I totally agree with that. I think the reason why when you uh, when you feel old and you are nostalgic and feel like you want to be young again is just the lack of responsibility you had. You had not a care. And I'm telling you, that's part of the problem with coddling these kids and telling them, hey, it's okay. You don't have to be a grown up till you're 25. Mm-hmm. Most people still living with their parents, or if not with their parents, on their parents' dime. I have a lot of friends like that. I'm doing it. Peter in the 407. What's up, Peter? Oh, hey, you fat wetback. Go back to Mexico, you fat wetback. You're fat. Go back to Mexico, you beamer. Beamer again that with the again that? with the Beamer. It's You're a luxury fat. car. I will let you. I will. I will let you run with the bit. But you have to say Beamer, not Beamer. Oh Christ! Hefe, I found a story over here. Uh, I guess over uh, police over in uh, Scotland are telling women to drink less to avoid rape. It's your fault. You need to drink a little less. Right. If you weren't so drunk, it wouldn't happen to you. So you can protect yourself. Is, is that honestly going on in Scotland? Yeah. So there That's go good advice. There go the Scottish people. Uh, the officer said a lot of uh, the 1,100 rapes a year could be prevented by people not allowing themselves to be in the vulnerable position by drinking. Mike in the 407. What's up, Mike? Hey, I was able to hear that tone when you played it on the radio, but I couldn't hear it when you played the clip, and I'm almost 50. All right, so you're still getting it. All right. Uh, and uh, one thing, when I when I first realized I was getting old, when I was in my uh, mid-30s, my physician was seemed like my kid. Yeah, when the physician is younger than you, you get a little bit worried. Oh, boy, that hurts.
hurts. Yeah. I'm telling you, though, if it weren't for headphones, I don't think I'd hear it. I wish I couldn't hear it. <laughs> Kathy's got a good one. Kathy in the 407. What do you got, Kathy? Um, when I got old, I was at the beach with my daughter. She was 13 years old. And I had Oreos there, and she had split up in the Oreo. And you know how you lick the icing? Oh, yeah. And two guys walked up on us. And she she had long blonde hair, and they asked her if she wanted to smoke a joint. So your daughter gets asked to smoke weed instead of you. Exactly. I was like, <laughs> I, was I was like, so what devastated. about me? Yeah. Why I am was I so I... devastated? <laughs> <laughs> I like you. I was like, excuse me. I like too. Excuse me. I know how to puff puff pass. Yeah, uh, there you go. All right, thank you, Kathy. I'll even wipe off the lipstick. Won't leave any on. Come on. You're right though. If you're a party person. You know, and your kid is being asked as opposed to you. On one level, it's your kid, so you're pissed about that. And then on the other hand, you're just like, oh, here's the other thing that's happened lately, you're too. You're not a smoking joint, boy. I think a lot of it has to do with my big Al-Qaeda beard that I'm growing. But other than that, I haven't been carded in easily three, four months. And that stings a little bit. Yeah. Now I'm not getting to the point where I'm just going for it, you know. I don't. And it's like, eh, it's all right. I don't even, uh, I, I, I've been looking forward to that where I don't have to pull it out. No, you won't. Smirnoff Iceman in the 386. What's up, Smirnoff? I feel bad or I feel old every time I watch NBA, Kobe Bryant or Kevin Garnett, and they call those guys veterans and they're the same age as me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying with like Dirk, who was born at 78 like me, and I'm just like, wow, he's about to win a title, hopefully, and here I am. He is. Exactly. He's got it wrapped up. Stop. We don't know for sure. Don't jinx. It's like the Yankees. Fantastic Dan in the uh, 221. What you got? Hey, man, check this out. Five minutes ago, this is how I feel. Though. My 30-year-old ass just sneezed, and every joint in my body <laughs> All right, You're so right on, dude. That is that is legitimately... Uh, whenever, whenever you sneeze and you hold your neck afterwards, like, Christ! Uh, I'm telling you now, man, I'm afraid to poo. <laughs> Because it's just bad news. What? It's nothing but bad news, man. There can't be anything good on the other end. I'm Unlike when I was it's younger like, and I enjoyed looking at it. You're taking pictures, putting them up on your blog? What? Nowadays, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm waiting for my HIPAA certificate to come from one insurance company so I can send it to the other so I can get a colonoscopy. That's my life now. Done. Cooked. Ah, at least they can still hear that. Okay. Uh, when we get back, I got something to uh, bring up to you because the uh, game's going to start. So I want to make it a little easy on you. I'm, uh, I got a list of words that you cannot search on Google China. Oh, all right. You know, the uh, they've been going through the whole thing of uh, we don't want this, this, this on our web in China. And uh, on Google, they have the list of words that you cannot type in and get a answer for. Number one, freedom. It's the well, hideout. Want me to give you number one? Democracy. You cannot search democracy on China Google. It's a hide- that's serious. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Yeah. Hour three. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Lori in the 407. Go ahead, Lori. Hey, guys. Um, two things happened on the same night that made me realize that I'm so old. The first thing is, is that uh, VH, my bands that I listen to, 
are on now on VH1. Yeah, as soon as like Pearl Jam and who knows even Corn, or if you <laughs> or if you find a few of the people uh, relevant on Surreal Life, where you're like, hey, I, I remember that, that. bad. That's hey, CC Deville. Oh, oh, exactly, it's just so wrong. And then the other thing is that night. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, that night, um, we, you know, we went to sleep because it was it was a Friday night, and then we heard all this noise. We're like, who the hell's making noise this late at night? And we realized it's only eleven o'clock. We used to go out at eleven. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the other big thing. No, no, that's actually a great point, Lori. Thank you. When you go out earlier mm-hmm. to avoid the crowd. Yeah. Like Dubs, you and your chick on Saturdays. Yeah, we'll, we'll go, go out, out like at six. Early bird special. Go mm-hmm. down to Wall Street and stuff. You know, at six o'clock on have a Saturday. A couple, yeah, have a couple of drinks and then go home. And then leave. I let me. I, I wanted to ask Lori if she was watching Supergroup like I am on VH1 with uh, uh, Scott Ian from Anthrax and Sebastian Bach from Skid Row. I would watch that. Uh, the only bad thing is it has Ted Nugent on it. Hmm. All right, here's some. I just this doesn't have anything to do with anything, but just a quick question: Have you guys noticed? Is some primal? Does your is your chick sexier to you when she's having her period? No, no, definitely not. Doesn't really I matter. actually like not I, not not attitude wise or anything like that, but where it's just like. There's just something extra about it, like, that's really... I know right away, before she even tells me that she is flowing, that uh, that she's on her period, because I'm naturally uh, repelled. Like, I, I actually stay further away. And I'm like, and I ask her, are you on your period? Because I really want nothing to do with you right now. You're kidding. Mm-mm. Wow. Huh. I had no, that seems a little over the top. Loving boyfriend. Well, no, it's just a thing of, hey, I'm not really into talking to you right now. Are you on your period? Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's, that makes sense. I'm just wondering if there's something primal about it. Chunks, I know it's been forever since you've had a girlfriend, but did you ever notice anything like that? Am I alone here? Like, again, it's not anything about being into Red Wings or anything like that, but there's, they just kind of give off this aura of yeah. sexiness. You never found that? I don't like. I I don't find it sexy at all. The aura that I get is, I don't want any piece of it. Now you were scarred though from your mom and your sister. Yes, they would leave uh, big blood worms all over the house. Uh, out there in the open, smelling like pennies. Oh, jeez. Honestly, flip. Daniel in the four hundred seven. What's up, Daniel? Yo, you're right about that, man. About the. Let me phrase this correctly. With the women seeing a little more sexual yeah. during the flow. Yeah, and and again, it's nothing about you know the it's interest not, in in blood, but they just they give off this like you, kind they, of they, this aura. Just, it's, it's like uh, some pheromones or something. Yeah. I, I'm with you on that, Daniel. There's a whole other thing going on. I'll say this now, and I'm gonna embarrass the hell out of her, but it's my chick's time. Yeah. Can't wait for Friday. <laughs> well, it'll be done by then. Thank God. But I've noticed this like the the past couple of times that when it is, I'm like, I don't know, I'm like in, invigorated. I'm like, hurry up, you gotta get that thing to stop. That's one of the hormones. Just go for it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Set up an oil rig down there. Get it cleared out. Let's go. Yeah, Matt. 
I remember when I first found my uh, sister's first you know, oh. thing, yeah. and uh, I was maybe nine, and I ran into my mom's room, and I said, Is Stephanie okay? It, uh, the, the, the toilet's Did you get full punched of blood. in the nose? The toilet's full of blood, and I have no idea what's going on. Wait, oh. she, she was, didn't take care of that by no. uh, turning a little lover? No, I was. it was a bunch of toilet paper, and I was on the verge right. of tears. I had yeah. no idea what right, that's, uh, that's incredible. That's incredible. You'd find it incredibly sexy. I know you're a freak now. It's, I got I got your number. It's not that, bro. And not at all. There's just something they do. With I say you just let go of your primal rage and do it. I almost kind of want to. I doubt she'd be into it. Why not? I don't know. Omen in the 407. What's up, Omen? Uh, not too much. It's been a while since I called the show. Uh, good to listen to you guys. Thanks, buddy. And I just wanted to say uh, I definitely find my girl sexier when she's like that. I have to agree. Uh, it, it The stars have to be right, though, to get her in the mood to, to go at it like that, though. She's very picky about that. Yeah, girls are very touchy. They feel dirty. Yeah, They yeah. feel nasty, yeah, yeah. So they, you almost have to... Man, I mean, it's a whole lot of talking to get that to happen. Yeah, so. and I, I don't even know if I'd want to. I'm just saying, I just wanted to know if anybody else a, had a that. A whole lot of talking, a whole lot of work pulling down those big bloomers. Uh, you know what? You're an <laughs> ass, Tommy. I'll tell you this, Tommy is an ass. Why? I'm chatting with my chick online. Didn't and, say anything. And I go, are you listening? And she goes, yeah, LOL. And she goes, as soon as the conversation came up, Real Radio Hideout popped up on my instant messenger, which Tommy mans. What did you say? She sends me the conversation from 910. Real radio hideout. So what's new? <laughs> <laughs> and her not much dot dot dot. <laughs> the hell, dude? I didn't think she was actually listening, judging by that. Oh, you're an ass. I didn't say anything. An embarrasser. What's I, new? I'm not the one that's on air talking about well, this. Well, whatever. That's <laughs> what we do. <laughs> I, but people are saying they agree. I just wanted to know, throw it out there and see if I was... So, Tommy, you don't find this at all? No, I find no attraction more or less during that time. The only thing I don't like about it is it's like, okay, well, if anything were to happen, it is messier. And most of the time, they're always complaining about it. Like, oh, I feel so gross, or I'm so mm-hmm. disgusting. See, and that's the part where I'm just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, well, my chick does, and she doesn't ever say any of that. Take your top off. I don't care. Uh, all right. Massage therapist Kat says uh, uh, it's supposed to be when they're ovulating, and it's the primal urge to procreate. Ooh. And that's what isn't that be- right before? That's what I thought it was, uh, like be- a week before or something yeah. like that. Or I uh, know I thought it was after. I thought, oh, oh yeah, like, yeah, it's after. Because it isn't the, uh, Maybe the that's menstruation it. is the flushing. Yeah, and then the new one pops in. I th- and Yeah, PMS is the week before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or all year round or whatever. Uh, EJ then types, don't call me out. Oh, damn you. That's what you get for a 16-second delay, bro. All right, people are saying it's prior to the period, the ovulating. I don't know. I should have paid attention. It's right in the middle. I should have paid attention in health class. I don't care. I just don't want it to happen to me. Hey, let's go back. A couple quick calls on the why you're getting old. Because people have been on the board and they How got some good How about when you stop ones. having that time? Uh, that nice. could... Oh, man. Murphy, the 386. Really quickly, buddy. Thanks for holding. What's up, guys? You guys are really good. I listen to you every night. It's tight work. Thank you, you know, you, bro. You know, man, when uh, 
I get behind the wheel and I'm riding and everybody's zipping past and doing things that I used to do and I'm not not using the signs, changing lanes, and, you know, yapping to young, you know, my brother and his friends for oh, hot dogging. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When you're yelling uh, about how Slow all these down. all these crazy drivers with their radios turned up way too loud, you know what I mean? No, you're, you're good with that one. Thank or you. I'll be riding with Matt Albert and I'll just be like, come on, man, sixty tops. I don't want to go any faster. I'm not made for that. In that topaz. Uh, Roger in the 407. What's up, Roger? Well, uh, you guys uh, got a good subject here tonight. I was seeing this girl. She was only 25 at the time. Mm-hmm. Then she turned 26. I never saw this girl cry before. She went nuts on her 26th birthday. Just broke down like it was the end of the world. Hot. Because she thought she was getting old? Yep. See, I I don't I don't think I don't see the twenty six. I can see the twenty seven, twenty eight because you aren't even mid twenties anymore. You're late twenties, and well, that what? that kind of uh, gets to you. Yeah, she's gonna turn thirty in about a week. Oh, dude, the tears are gonna be a flow and <laughs> enjoy that one, Roger. Thank you, bro. <laughs> All right, Jake's also been holding Jake the Snake in the four hundred seven. Go ahead, my friend. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, dude. Hey, um, okay, here's one for you. I knew I was feeling old. When I heard songs on classic rock, and I realized I used to dance with them at the junior high dances. Yeah, especially when things like Poison and Def Leppard and things like that will pop up. Guns N' Roses was one yeah. that all of a sudden popped up on the classic rock, and you're like, whoa, wait a second, I'm not ready for Paradise City to be rolling. Metallica? Next- yeah, rolling next to Zeppelin. Go ahead. Motley Crue, Home Sweet Home. Oh, see, that's what I'm talking about. Good job on that one, Jake the Snake. 407 coming strong tonight with the phone calls. Yeah, this isn't classic rock. Oh, this is, this is just rock. Redone version. How do you know already? The piano sounds different to me. <laughs> and Vince's voice sounds cleaner. Music geek. Shut the hell up. Oh, look who's talking. Uh, all right, so we talked about getting old, and also too the whole thing of you know your chick and whether or not she's sexier during that time. They're just she's just exuding it. I wonder how my chick feels about that. I'm going to ask her on the IM. Am I grossing you out? Let's see what she's and uh, ask her, too, does it get matted during this time? I've always wondered that. <laughs> I don't want to know. Come on. That's not something. That, see, when I think of that, it makes it less sexy. I wonder, too, if part of it is, like, she's so irresistible just because of the fact that Looks like Conan hair. You, just all... <laughs> you just because you know you can't have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then forbidden that, fruit, right? Then. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's forbidden. I guess she can't respond to me now because she's too busy chatting it up with Tommy. Over. Mm. No, she's not responding to me either. You <laughs> go change pants. <laughs> Stood up too quick. Oh, <laughs> it's a hideout real radio one hundred four point one. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 1041 888-978-1041 Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hefe just uh, admitted his guilty pleasure of his chick while she is at that time of the month. Kind of turns him on. I have a list here of uh, guilty pleasure movies. Uh, the top ten guilty pleasure comedies. Actually, top eight guilty pleasure comedies of all time. <clears throat> Hefe, any guesses on who's on the list? 
Uh, What's your guilty pleasure? Do you have a movie that no one else likes, a comedy movie? You and, and I have talked about it before. Mm-hmm. The big one for me has to be Chairman of the Board. Chairman of the Board was Home one Ch- that I, everybody told me, you're going to hate, you're going to hate, and I watched it three or four times right in a row. Hometown Boy, um, Carrot Top, and, mm-hmm. and I'm just saying it because he's from Orlando because I've admitted I'm not a big fan of his stand-up, Mm-mm. but I rented Chairman of the Board one night to keep me myself entertained when I was working at a television station, and it really was just incredibly entertaining. It was stupid funny, yeah, which I enjoyed. And another stupid funny one that I've always liked, and not a lot of people have seen this one, The Stupids with Tom Arnold, where it's just a bunch of, uh, like a retarded family, basically. I've never seen The Stupids. Uh, they get pissed off because uh, someone's stealing their trash from the curb. It's just <laughs> dumbest comedy ever. Is that genuinely the premise of the movie? Yes, and uh, they go to find out who stole their trash. A guilty pleasure movie. I'll tell you, there are a few movies, now that I've kind of got the whole, um, you know, like HBO package mm-hmm. and all that, there are certain movies that I, I'm i not a big fan of, but when they're on, I'll, I'll watch them, and I can't turn them off. You know what movie's dumb as hell, and I really liked it when I was younger, but now I would consider it a guilty pleasure because it is terrible? Wayne's World. <laughs> Wayne's World is terrible. Yeah, see, I, I was never a real big Wayne's World fan. I loved it when it first came out, but I was young. But I can't understand the whole Wayne's World, you know. Yeah, the whole thing. gimmick is kind of odd. Uh, number eight on this list, Cabin Boy, which I love. <laughs> you know what, Cabin Boy? It, it, it's another one of those stupid, funny movies. Uh, you know what's a good one? A lot of those... Keep her away from the filthy whore. A lot of those stupid SNL films, mm-hmm. the more you think about it... It's Pat... Uh, it's it's a, a night at the Roxbury. Yeah. The one uh, superstar. I saw superstar in the movie theater. Yep, superstar. I hated though. And but it's one of those like it was on the other day like on TBS or something. And one of the uh, Comedy Central. I'm like, all right, you know what? This I can't turn it off for some reason. One of the Saturday Night Live movies didn't make the list. Uh, Stuart saves his family came in at number five. <laughs> Is that the Stuart Smalley one? Yeah. Have you ever seen that one? No. I was shocked that, you know, I look, I went back and watched it, and Vincent D'Onofrio is in that movie. Which one? Stuart Saber's family? Yeah, he's the brother. Is he really? Yeah. He's like Stanley. It, yeah. was, it was a bad movie, though. That and It's Pat. It's Pat I'll watch all the time because they go see the Ween. All right, there is, but, you know, again, it's the SNL movies. Mm-hmm. More and more. Ladies' Man. Deuce Bigelow. These aren't ones that you really think, hey, I'm supposed to like. No, because they're filled with just hack jokes. But for some reason, they're so dumb, they're funny. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. I don't know this movie. I don't know if any of you guys have seen it. Number three on the list, Death Stalker 2. No, we've never, never heard, of heard of it. This is uh, from uh, Cracked.com. What about So I Married an Axe Murderer? I love that one, too. It's a great movie. <laughs> That's one that I haven't really... It's on. I'm not. I can't sit through it. I'm really? Not yeah. I can't stop watching. It's one of those ones I rarely laugh at, but I love it. Oh, uh, Jacob in the 863. What do you got? Hey, I don't know if you've all ever seen it, but it's one of my dad and my favorite movies called Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck definitely a guilty pleasure where you feel bad watching it, feel bad for yourself, feel bad for whoever made it, but you love it. Howard the Duck. You have you ever seen Howard the Duck? Yeah, I I saw it once. I don't remember being overly impressed with it. No, you aren't overly impressed with it, but you can't turn it off. 
Uh, I got the plot line for uh, Death Stalker 2. Okay, what is it? Death Stalker helps Rena, the seer, out of a few jams, and she solicits his help for a bigger task. She reveals that she's actually Princess Evie, but the evil sorcerer and her abducted and cl- uh, and her are abducted and cloned in order to seize control of the kingdom. Together, they travel to the evil sorcerer's strongholds to restore the princess to her rightful position, encountering challenges along the way, both from the sorcerer's goons and the fierce Amazon women. Sounds terrible. Sounds so terrible it might be good. Was there were there any stars in it? Uh, hold on. Who was in that movie? I mean, I can understand maybe if there was like if it was Jennifer Connelly's first film John, or something like that. John Turlerski, Mo- Monique Gabrielle, John Lazar. All right, so no. Tony Naples. No, right, so no. Terrible. Ooh, Maria Sokis played the Amazon Queen. How um, about Mannequin? Mannequin, yeah. You never admit that you like it, but if it came on HBO, you wouldn't turn it off. What's the uh, movie with John Ritter where he goes to hell and he has the uh, remote control? Problem I- child? No. It has the principal from Ferris Bueller? Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. Where uh, I, I got one. Um, Monkey Bone. Right, Monkey oh, Bone. No. I love Monkey that? Bone. I thought I would hate it. Everyone said it's the worst movie ever. Okay, uh, okay. Do not watch it. And then I finally decided I was going to sit through and watch it. And to me, it was great. I'm like, wow, this is, you know, it's Brandon Fraser guy. He's talented. I don't know about that, but there's there's something about the cartoon monkey that you just can't turn off. Leonard Part 6 always got me. I always wanted a car <laughs> like that. And just when he was throwing away the hamburger in the factory, I just laughed my ass off every time. Have you ever done a thing where they'll show the marathon of these crappy movies on Company Central and watch all three times during the day that they come on and you just feel awful for watching this crap like Monkey Bone or Deuce Bigelow or something like that. I feel like awful that. every time I, w- I sit through one of these movies all the way through. All right, let me ask you, is it, does an Adam Sandler movie count? Um, Some of them, yes. Uh, you know what? Uh, they're actually showing the preview for it now on the uh, NFL. I guarantee it's going to be a guilty pleasure. Nacho Libre. Nacho Libre. I think it'll actually be funny. What, Napier? What could you possibly add? Pretty much every earnest movie ever made. All right, that was actually good, Napier. I had a way to come through for Team Hefe. Now, Dan Stone's on the line. Does Dan Stone want to come on the air? I guess. All right. Hey, Dan, what's up? Oh. All right, I've been carrying this around with me for a while. <laughs> um, I got three words for you. All right. Bring it on. Oh. Bring it on, right. actually. <laughs> was that the one I bought you, Hefe, for? No, you, you got me, and this is another one, Sugar and Spice. Yes. Where the cheerleaders are uh, bank robbers. Dan, you're so right on with Bring It On, though, dude. That movie, every single time, mainly because of Eliza Dushku and <laughs> essentially Eliza Dushku. Yeah, that's is, pretty much it. Is but, the reason uh, that I will watch that film. There's something about. There's something about. Let me get that off my chest. No problem. Talk to you later, Dan. There's something about uh, Bring It On and any of those kind of teen movies, uh, like, what, what's that? Uh, Can't, Can't Hardly, Hardly Wait. Wait, She's All That. Those are my favorite. Anything with Freddie Prince Jr. is a hit, Summer Catch. Very terrible movies, and some reason you want to go see them at the theaters, and you will rent them, and you will watch them all the way through. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. We're going to get to all these calls on the board. It's the Hideout Real Radio 
It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1-407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Keep those uh, numbers handy because you can't get in right now. The uh, lines are jam-packed. We're talking about the uh, best guilty pleasure comedy movies. There's a top eight given out by www.crack.com. Uh, what we've covered so far, number eight on the list was uh, Cabin Boy, which is definitely a guilty pleasure fun movie. And uh, there was uh, one on there that we none of us knew, uh, number three, Death Stalker 2. I have one I don't like to admit to. It's a Melissa Joan Hart movie. What is it? It's Drive Me Crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's I one. I love it, that. It stars the boy who's uh, in Entourage now. Alan Grenier. Ah. Yeah, Alan Grenier or something like that. He's in that one. I thought he was real weird, and I didn't, I didn't think he'd go anywhere. Because in that movie, the eyebrow thing, and somehow it's working out for him in Entourage. Yeah, well, now he's Aquaman, so it works out. I don't get that reference. Arnie in the 407, what do you got? Hey, you guys, Arnie Ellis, what's up? Hey, how's it going, bro? Hey, you going to come hang out before you move up to uh, New York City? Absolutely, I'm going to come hang out, fellas. Awesome. Hey, man, big fan of the teen movies, like you were saying, Mm -hmm. and... Before everybody started going crazy for the Grey's Anatomy, to me, Patrick Dempsey will always be the king of the teen movie. And I don't know if you guys remember the movie Loverboy, yes. where it was the gigolo. Yeah, was he the pizza delivery guy? Yeah. Where uh, any, anybody Steve Thomas Howell? Anybody, anybody who got uh, the uh, anchovies. Exactly. If they ordered extra anchovies, that was the code for him to serve. And Kirstie Alley and Carrie Fisher were in it. Oh, I didn't even remember I will, that. I will watch it every time it's on. Actually, I have it on VHS at home. That's how terrible I am. Uh, Sweet. And then, of course, Can't Buy Me Love. Yeah, uh, that was another one, Can't Buy Me Love. Absolutely. I remember seeing it in a dollar movie with uh, with my cousins and just thinking, wow. That's a great flick. And then, of course, the movie with the Corys. What was it called? Like Ticket to Ride or something? Uh, dream Li- Little Dream. No, License to Drive, I thought it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah was License the one. to Drive. Now, that oh, one. Good stuff, man. That was definitely good. All right, Arnie, we'll see you up here very soon. All right, you guys. Right, later, bro. That's our all comedian right. buddy, Arnie Ellis. Uh, works at the Improv all the time. Very funny guy. Opened up for Dale and David Allen Greer a couple weeks back. All right, here's one. Chunks, we'll get to I know you got a lot of phone calls, Dubs. Mm-hmm. Chunks also wanted to segue into a little bit and think about this whenever you want to call in. Uh, s- movies you're embarrassed that you own. That you bought on DVD, you have at home, and you own it. Mine, Indian Summer. Uh, mine <laughs> has to be... Hanging with the Homeboys. I own Hanging with the Homeboys by, um, it's John Leguizamo, a couple of other, Mario Joyner. I don't know if I've ever saw that movie. What's it about? It's just four guys hanging out in Brooklyn and getting into trouble over the course of a night. It's actually, it's really good, but eh, I could see it doesn't hold up. It's really stereotypical. It's I don't know, but it's one that I like. Nobody's ever heard of, or they hate it. Let's add that to the list then. Uh, DVDs that you are ashamed that you bought four zero seven nine one six one zero four one and triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Let's go to Lewis in three zero five. What do you got, Lewis? Hey man, the uh, movie that got me to join the military. So stupid. It's uh, Stripes. <laughs> that actually got you to join the military. <laughs> For some damn reason, I like that movie so damn much that I joined the military because oh. of that darn movie. Because you're just thinking a couple of hot MPs are just going to take you out and bang you? <laughs> that whole thing? Yeah. 
I thought the military was just like like, like they were doing in that movie, and I went in all full of fledged, and boy, did I get a reality check. That yeah. is absolutely the dumbest reason I've ever heard for any. Usually, usually it's uh, you know nine eleven. Yeah, I, I'm I was really touched by the uh, movement of the country during nine eleven, and I wanted to do my part. He thought no, I uh, I really like stripes. Bill Murray, he's funny. Uh, I'm gonna go sign up. Now, I'm a thing- big fan of Major Pain. It's a thing though. It's a great movie. I love Major Pain. Well, no, Major Pain of Stripes is a fantastic film, and we—that was almost in our top five when it came to, you know, '80s comedy. So mm-hmm. that's a great flick. But I don't know how that motivates you to join the military. Exactly. I thought it was a documentary. It was a comedy. <laughs> what about Point Break? Point Break is a movie I'll watch the hell out of. And uh, Will the Water Boy brought up just one of the guys. Oh yeah. Where she didn't look anything like a guy. She had like a hot body. She had big boobs. I saw uh, that movie was my first boobies. Really? Yeah, because it was was kind of a safe movie you could watch with your family, and then, you know, boobies just come out of nowhere because she flashes them at the the prom. We got the first one of uh, someone that is uh, sad to own a DVD. Dan in the 321. What do you got, Dan? Yeah, I've got the pest with John Leguizamo. The pest, I, I, I love. Yeah, I, I loved that movie like when I first got it on VHS, and I actually broke the VHS from watching it so many times. The tape actually shredded from it, rewinding it. Let me say this: I took me and my ex uh, went to go see that in the movie theater in Lubbock, Texas, because I'm a huge John Leguizamo fan. Mm-hmm. We both left the movie physically ill because it was so bad. I loved physically it. Physically ill. I absolutely loved it. I'll watch it over and over again because it's, uh, it combines two things, funniness and surviving the game. Both of those things are great and deserve to have their own showcase. All right, here's another one. He's yeah. talking about falling asleep to a movie all the time. Um, dirty Work. Norm MacDonald, Artie Lang. Uh-huh. I love Dirty Work. Dirty it, Work is just a funny movie. It plain. is such a good movie to me, and I will watch it all the time. It's directed by Bob Saget. I think it's mm. brilliant, and it doesn't get its just due. Black Sheep, as long as we're talking about Chris Farley movies. That's a classic. You, I love that list. movie. I, I actually uh, I went and saw it in the theaters, and I wasn't impressed, and then I got it on DVD, and I loved it after that. Yeah, like the first time watching that, I didn't like it that much. Uh, let's go to Dave in the 352. What do you got, Dave? Strange Brew with Dave Thomas and Rick Moranis. <laughs> Strange Brew, actually, yeah, it's dumb and funny at the same time. Here's one that I'm embarrassed I own. Passion of the Christ. <laughs> Why are you embarrassed you own it? Why'd you buy it? I didn't buy it. Remember, I love Monica Bellucci. She's mm-hmm. Mary Magdalene in it. We talked about it up in D.C., you know, when people, listeners, used to bring us presents. And Those days. Uh, Private Kane, our schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah uh, a retard on uh, government money brought us presents. He also bought me NBA Live 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. But he brought it. He goes, I, lo- I know you love Monica Bellucci so much. I stole this from Blockbuster <laughs> for you. I'm like, hey, thanks. Whatever. Yeah, I'm never ashamed of a gift. I mean, uh, he gave me Saved, which I love. That's another guilty pleasure where it's... I was mad. He gave you that, and he got me some stupid Simpsons DVD. Which you I... got you got a game, though. I never got anything else other than the uh, the Saved DVD. Which I still haven't opened. That stupid Simpsons DVD. I don't even know what it is. Let's go to Cameron uh, in the 407. What do you got, Cameron? Um, I uh, own the DVD, the movie Ace Ventura Pet Detective. I love that movie. If it was Ace Ventura 2, that's something to be ashamed of. Laces out. Got to remember, laces out, Cameron. Fir- Always remember. The first one was hilarious, though, I thought. And then the second one, big fall off.
I didn't even bother seeing the second one. You didn't like the first one? No, I liked the first one, but I just had a feeling the second one was going to suck. Yeah, whenever they send uh, a comedy out to the jungle, you know it's just going to be terrible. But you know what? I actually saw it maybe about six months ago, and I thought it was funny. It held up. Two? Yeah. Really? I think you need to rewatch it. It's kind of one of those like Zoolander, Anchorman. The more you watch it, the funnier it is. Mike in the 407, what do you got? Yeah, I had one crazy summer. Remember that that deal with uh, John Cusack and... To me, more and uh, Bobcat Goldway was one of the great supporting cast. If you're going to talk a Bobcat movie, you got to talk Shakes the Clown. Shakes the Clown is definitely a movie that I love. Uh, hold on a second. The one with him and the horse was one of my favorite Hot movies. Hot to Trot? Hot to Trot. Actually, uh, Pinchy. Pinchy in the 440. What do you got? Yeah, I got, I got two, if that's all right. Go ahead. I got uh, one of them's. Uh, you just mentioned it actually. It was Hot to Trout with what, Bobcat Goldthwait. What is the uh, the uh, premise? It was essentially Mr. Ed. Okay. Yeah. And what's the other one? Uh, my second one. It's it's a little known film. Uh, I don't know if too many people have heard of it. It's called Phantom Fireworks. Phantom Fireworks. <laughs> yes, that's dick. actually uh, not even a, only a great movie. It's a great place to be this Saturday, noon to two, with me, J Dubs. I'll be hanging out there, uh, giving out free stuff, uh, food, and having fun with the fireworks over at Phantom Fireworks, Daytona Beach. By the way, thanks, Pinchy, for calling XM and Ron and Fez in the 202 and just letting the whole nation know that I'd gladly take a colonoscopy every day for a Mavericks championship. I heard that during the Ron and Fez replay over the weekend. Thanks, Pinchy. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. By the way, it's true. I will. We, we're going to take a break. Uh, I'll run down the whole list of the top eight Guilty Pleasure movies, and we'll try to fit in as many phone calls as we can next on The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. El Jefe and J-Dubs hanging out with you. Tuesday night, 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Still talking about the uh, the guilty pleasure movies. Uh, top eight by Crack.com. Uh, number eight was Cabin Boy. Number seven on the list, I'll give you this one, Hefe, Multiplicity, which I love. What? You don't like Multiplicity? No. no I absolutely either. love that movie, and it's the worst. <laughs> Keaton is one of America's greatest actors right next to Nick Cage. That's what I think. I agree. And uh, Jack Frost or whatever. What was that the uh, name of the other movie he did? where yeah, he was Snowman. Yeah, yeah. That was a really good movie until he became a snowman. Yeah. I thought that was a very touching movie until they made it stupid. Until the plot kicked in. Yeah, until, until there actually became a part of the story. <laughs> I thought it was a great movie. Joe in the 407, what do you got? I got Joe's Apartment. No. There's no way that can be any kind of pleasure. MTV's first movie, Joe's Apartment, was no. terrible. You can't tell him no. That's his guilty pleasure. Groundhog's Day. Groundhog's yeah. Day is just a great movie. That yeah. one's on constantly. It's tough for anything with Bill Murray to be a guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Anything you see in the 699 bin at Best Buy. Yeah, uh, I actually, and here's one of them right here that uh, I've seen and I've wanted to buy a few times in the uh, bin at Best Buy. Jimmy in the 321, what do you got? Yeah, what's up, fellas? Uh, Attack of the Killer Clowns. Killer, yes. Clown, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes. Definitely uh, one of those movies that you always see for about six bucks, and you contemplate buying every time just to see them wrap them in uh, cotton candy and suck the blood out. <laughs> that One of our old interns, Cicada, looks just like a Killer Clown from Outer Space. We uh, got pictures of him on the hideout page on realradio.fm. Go check him out there. He is uncanny. 
to uh, Killer Clown from Outer Space. That is just a, that is seriously one of my favorite movies. You watch it every single time. You know what's going to happen, and uh, you just can't wait for it. Johnny in 321, what do you got? Johnny. Yeah, hey, uh, have you guys got a couple of you guys ever heard of uh, Stone Age? Stone Age was a very, very uh, bad but good movie. What were, what were they? Is that a children's movie? No, no. Stone Age, uh, where oh. like there uh, was a couple of high kids uh, drinking the schnapster. Uh, and what, what was the thing you were supposed to count and uh, find the like how many there were by the end of the movie? There's like yeah. some kind of face. No, like, an eye. Or something like that. They had a count and they were stealing and stuff like that. But another one was uh, Days and Confused. You guys see that one? Uh, actually, I watched that this weekend. It was on uh, E. I love the Stone Days. On E? Yeah. Uh, they had uh, the, uh, the uh, whatever it is, Days and Confused on. Looking at that now, that movie seems really gay, doesn't it? I mean, it's like just like them spanking all the little boys and they just run around. You didn't do that in school when you uh, you guys would uh, in woodshop make the paddles and whip the the younger kids. No, they always just hit hit you, like with no paddles or anything. They just punch you in the face or the stomach. Or That's the arm. Uh, it takes the sport out of it though. The oh. nude scenes in the Stone Age were great too, by the way. The Stone Age, I can't remember the nude scenes, and I've only saw it a couple times. I'll send you pictures. You know, you got to sign on. I'll send no, you pictures. Right, I'll do that and then I actually had the, uh, oh, what's her name? The chick from Starship. It was her daughter. Julian Blaylock? No, you suck. Stop talking. <laughs> Bobby Hill in the 225. What do you got, Bobby? Hey, buddies. How you doing? How you doing? Um, well, pretty good. Uh, actually, I, I I can't really say this is a guilty pleasure because I actually consider it one of my favorite movies, but, mm-hmm. uh, but Airheads, man. Airheads, great movie. And one that uh, that I would consider it a guilty pleasure, though, just because Brandon, ain't Brendan Fraser movie kind of falls into that category. Never seen it. You never seen Airheads? No. Oh man, it is actually pretty funny. It kind of remind me of the DJ in it, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who me? <laughs> a little bit. You on uh, Rebel Radio? <laughs> You're right, Tommy. F you guys. I don't know what that even means. If it's too loud, you're too old. <laughs> Bridget in the 863, what do you got? Rock and roll, Mr. Sulu. <laughs> Bridget, what do you got? Bridget. Bridget, you there? Yeah. All right, what do you got, Bridget? Uh, Eight Crazy Nights, the Adam Sandler, the cartoon one. Never Get saw it. Out of here. Oh, I, my God. That, that, I, it's. I love it, but it's really stupid. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine it being an actual good movie. There's something uh, about a Adam Sandler in that time frame. He was doing a lot of crap, and then him making an animated movie just kind of completely repelled me to it's it. It's one that I'd watch if it were on, but... I, I saw it on, uh, on HBO a few times, and I just skipped right over it. I couldn't bring myself to it, even though my thumb did kind of go towards it. I couldn't do it. G in the 407, what do you got? Uh, Drop Dead Fred. Drop Dead Fred, guilty pleasure all the way. I'll watch that. I remember thinking the chicken that was hot. Phoebe Cates. Who? Phoebe Cates. Is that who it was? Yeah. I just remember liking her haircut. All right, let's run down this uh, actual list. uh, One side short, one side long. Let's uh, run down this actual list from crack.com. Eight, Cabin Boy. Seven, Multiplicity. Six, which I agree with, uh, Last Action Hero. 
I love that movie. Never seen it. You never seen Last Action Hero? No. Nope. Definitely one that uh, will come on like uh, Wham Good and uh, Stars and everything like that. I don't even think I have those channels. Check it out sometime if you uh, ever get a chance. Five, Stuart Saves His Family. Uh, four, Mickey Blue Eyes. Never, never saw that. Oh, God. It's a Grant movie. Why would you see it? Uh, three, Dust Stalker 2. Hefe, check out these boobs. What boobs? Whoa, from who's the that? Stone, from the Stone Age. All right. Maybe Might need to run it now. Number two, this is when it gets really cheesy and real bad. When Harry Met Sally, number two on the Guilty Pleasure Comedies. That's a comedy? Yeah. That's one kinda. I've never seen. Probably because the drops get played so much of, what's your name, faking an orgasm in the diner and that whole thing. I'm just like, nah, not interested. It, Doesn't seem real fun. It was definitely one of those just overplayed chick flick comedies that was just too overhyped first time. Uh, number one, Pretty Woman, which I didn't know Pretty Woman was a comedy. I haven't seen it in so long. Well, if you look at uh, Julia Roberts' face, it's easy to laugh. And your career. It's not a... Because I've never seen such a horse until uh, the new pony in the stable came along, Sarah Jessica Parker. And for some reason, though, people thought Julia Roberts was so hot. Never understood it. Speaking of horse faces, too, Vicious Smith keeps trying to convince me that <laughs> Jessica Biel is hot, so he'll send me photos of Jessica Biel. Oh, like, dude, I get the same emails. I've never opened them. I didn't know what he was trying to prove there. He's like, come on. And then I say, uh, she's ugly. Look at that face. And he's like, oh, sorry, Mr. Slept Through Sin City. Like, somehow that's some sort of a dig at me. <laughs> speaking of... Uh, apol- apologies that it's so boring. Speaking of ugly and animals, I think we have uh, a fat porn star coming on in a second. Hopefully. Great. Uh, she's, she's supposed to call in. Uh, Chunks, you haven't heard from her yet, though? No, I've, I've been trying to call her uh, for the past she, couple hours. She has some kind too. of uh, website that is not for fat girls, though. Like, she has a website where she has sex, but she doesn't mention how fat she is. So we'll talk, maybe, to her next on The Hideout Real Radio, 104.1. I'm sure she's listening. She'll call. The new Chili Peppers, huh? A band that really fell off for me. I like this song, though. I don't know why. I can't. It's just Californication all over again. It's The Hideout Real Radio, 104.1. I'll have and J-Dubs hanging out with you. Our old, uh, one of our old... Uh, buddies that we used to work with, Kevin Conrad, used to call mm. it Under the Bridge Syndrome. Wasn't that the name of the song, Under the Bridge? Yeah, whenever a, a, a band would go soft for yeah. one song. And they'd get a hit from uh, one of those power ballads. One of the, uh, the uh, what was Stain's one? Um, so Far Away? No, their one before that uh, with uh, Fred Durst. Oh, Outside. Yeah. And it's like, it's the Under the Bridge Syndrome that once you get... You, know. you, you sell out just a little bit just to get a hit, and then, you know... And uh, then you keep going back to the well. Mm-hmm. Like, you forgot... Like, Stained. I mean, that was a band that had Mud Shovel. It's a great, hard song. And ever since then, uh, it's all about how his, uh, yeah, how, how uh, his uh, how, badge hurts. Yeah, how uh, miserable he is being rich. Didn't that happen to Fuel, too? Like, they did that uh, Hey Man, Nice Shot... And then they That's did the filter. Filter. Oh, filter. filter. They did Jesus has a gun though, mm-hmm. which is pretty hard. And then they did uh, what? Take a picture. Uh, that's filter. Yeah, it? you're talking filter, not fuel. <laughs> just looks down in shame. <laughs> Why don't you explain <laughs> yourself? <laughs> he literally Radio just, man. He just literally <laughs> looked down in shame. You have like, a computer right there with all the songs in it. You could just type in fuel, fu- fuel or filter. Let me type in real quick. Shimmer, bittersweet, hemorrhage. Sunburn. Hey, don't you like this Fuel song? Uh, I can't wait till Brett Scallion starts singing. <laughs> Come on.
Come on, you nice, moron. Nice pulling that out of your ass. Dude, we worked in rock radio for so long. I introduced the band once. Yeah, I got to meet him. His, his jaw face now. was essentially <laughs> as disturbing as it looked on the videos. I, I've never really been like a huge Fuel fan, but for some reason it's one I won't turn off. Oh, I love them. I like the Pearl Jam's uh, Interstate Love or something like that. What that's that? uh, it's done to the pilot. No, I really liked uh, STP's Plush. Oh, wait, no, that actually works. That works, yeah. I'm sorry I'm watching the game. <laughs> I was going to say Pearl Jam Plush. Please. I can't even get it wrong, you yeah, it's, dumbass. It's that bad where you can't. Sorry. Sublime's Jumper was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Third Eye Blind. Uh, I screwed, I screwed right. that No, Third Eye Blind had come original. No, that's all right. That's Blink Way too. It's all music that right. sucks. Yeah, let's uh, let's get into something that really matters. Big Ben Roethlisberger. Mm. Hmm. Big Ben Shivo. Looks like he's going to make it. Looks like he's going to be back on the field. That's too bad. Hey, what did Cabin Boy did Cabin Boy say anything to you today? Nah, chunks. He's, he's kinda... Did he call him sick? He didn't really even go in the office. Like uh, usually, I'll see him after their show, and he didn't come in. I don't think he really wanted to hear it. I'm calling in Roethlis. Right. What's your reason, Roethlis? I, I I found the clips today on uh, I was watching NFL Network last night and they had the uh, they had the clips of uh, what um, Bill Cower and Ben Roethlisberger said last year about uh, riding on motorcycles. First of all, Ben Roethlisberger, quarterback for the uh, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Steelers, you yeah. probably heard about it. Him getting in a motorcycle accident. One of the biggest stories out right now. They say. One of the uh, Pittsburgh television stations is reporting he didn't even have his license. He had a learner's permit, but he hadn't taken the written or the driving exam. And he's been talking about this for a full year on how he likes to drive motorcycles without a helmet. And he doesn't have a license for it. And here's the other thing, though, too. I have my permit, and I passed everything. Mm -hmm. I still wouldn't go out. I'm still not even safe. I don't don't, don't feel comfortable enough, and, you know... This guy doesn't even go do the full thing. Again, further playing into how much of a moron this uh, this asswipe is. And everybody's uh, jumping on the person's case who turned in front of him. I don't trust this guy at all if he doesn't even go get his license. I will say this to Matt, too. Uh, I was actually saying it to Matt on the drive-in. Mm-hmm. I think him hitting a van saved his career. And listen to me why. If it were a car that wasn't as big and he had the chance to fly over it, he could have then maybe tried to brace himself with his arms mm-hmm. or his legs and then broken, you know, your elbow, your arm, torn a shoulder. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he, somehow he got This is the thing about people this stupid. You somehow are so dumb, you have this literally the dumb, dumb luck. luck. Yeah, God's looking out for you because he screwed you over in the brain department. And this guy, for some reason, is uh, is going to be able to get over. Let's start off with uh, Terry Bradshaw one year ago uh, and his comments on Ben Roethlisberger uh, driving around without a helmet. Mr. Sad Clown. Mm-hmm. You better park that sucker. you got 14-year career. Maybe you can get some more out of that. Park it. When you retire, you'll be in your 30s. Ride to, you know, if you want to ride and be stupid, ride. But, good God, put that thing up. Did you not just see what happened to Winslow? Do you not care about your teammates and the organization and the fans? Those things are dangerous. Put it up. He's right. Yeah, that finally Bradshaw making some sense. I'm surprised he didn't cry during that segment. Mm-hmm. But um, that's everything we were screaming or, yesterday. Or just laugh uncontrollably like uh, the pregame show where those three uh, old hens 
are in there just yucking it up the whole time, not talking any football. I hate his, uh, what's it, uh, Four down, not not four downs, but uh, he does the uh, ten the questions, ten with, questions Terry with Terry Bradshaw, which is the most annoying pregame thing ever. There's uh, no, never one good question, they're in and trouble. he laughs at every single answer. They're in trouble too because what's his name is uh, leaving James Brown. Oh, is he? I thought he bolted. He's the networks. anchor. Didn't he bolt networks to CBS or NBC? Did he go to which one did he go to? Let me ask you, J Dove. Do you like cherry pie or blueberry pie? Blueberry. Okay, question of eight. <laughs> and he, he just starts laughing. Why blueberry? <laughs> hate that son of a bitch. All right, uh, here is uh, Bill Cower, head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, one year ago on Ben Roethlisberger and uh, motorcycles. You know, it's just there's so much... Um you know, it's a very small time in your life, and you got to be very careful. There's choices and consequences, and I think they all have. I mean, there's there's a lot of scrutiny, and at times there's some sacrifices that every player has to make, not just in riding motorcycles, but going out, where you go out, who you associate yourself with. Um, those decisions are very, very important because uh, you have control over them, but once you make the decision, it controls you. Yeah, you uh, lose control when you put yourself on that and... You suffer the consequences. All right, we, we you just mentioned a sad clown a few minutes ago, right? Mm-hmm. Big Dave in the 407. What do you got? <laughs> this is a big Dave. Yeah, I've been I've been riding motorcycles for over ten years and I don't have a license. <laughs> You're a moron. Uh, You've already why don't yourself I... not to be brilliant with taking back that chick. I don't know why you'd brag on that, Big Dave. Didn't you get in an accident too? Yeah, I laid I laid my bike over, but I didn't, I didn't hit anybody or get pulled out in front of anybody. I hit a wall stick and laid the bike over. Well, uh, Ben has a license, and I just want you to revel in that for a little bit. All right, just think about I that. Don't care. I don't really care. <laughs> all right, Big Dave, talk to you later. All right, talk to you later. When are you bringing that girl up? <laughs> Never. Uh, all right, here is Ben Roethlisberger one year ago. It talks about being a risk taker, and I'm, I'm not really a risk taker. You know, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty conservative and laid back. So, you know, the big thing is, is, is just be careful, and, and that's what we do. I think every every person that rides is careful. Um, <laughs> Wait, hold that. on. Every person on a bike out there is careful. There's not one exception to the rule, according to Big Ben Roethlisberger. Well, hold on. Let me say this. Let me defend people who ride motorcycles for a second, because I have, I did take the course over mm-hmm. at, at uh, Orlando Harley. And I learned a lot, and I do believe that motorcycle riders, for the most part, the majority, are incredibly safe I'll tell people. You, I'll tell you who isn't incredibly safe. Most of the people on these crotch rockets, just like Ben Roethlisberger was on, everybody has been in traffic when one of these a-holes come flying right through the middle of the lane where you guys are stuck in traffic, and they scare the hell out of you because they're going 70 while you are stuck in traffic right through the middle. I love, too, the ones who will just get off on the shoulder Yeah, and decide, I'm going to go fly 80 on the shoulder where that's where the most debris is. Yeah, where all these uh, these rocks and different kinds of garbage are where you can hit it and lose control in just one second. Right, Exactly. Big thing is, is, is just be careful, and, and that's what we do. I think every every person that rides is careful, um, and I just think that that's the biggest thing is I'll just continue to be careful. And I told him, I said, we don't ever ride alone. We always ride in a group of people, so I think it even makes it more safe. Should you wear a helmet? Uh, I think uh, that's on discretion. Obviously, Pennsylvania doesn't think that people need to uh, without well, having the law. So. You wouldn't play football with Wait, hold on. He's bringing up the law. The law also requires you to have a license, you retard. And the other thing about it, too, is... 
I hate government telling you what to do. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you're so stupid you don't know what's good for you. I no, I I don't think it's a law thing, or I I definitely think these people should be able to ride without a helmet or anything. But when you are uh, a public figure like this, and so many people depend on you, a whole city depends on you. You got to make smarter decisions that don't only include you, and you wanting to uh, ride around with the wind through your hair. It includes the entire city and what you're holding in your hands. See, I'll say this too, because I make my living with, you know, my mm. head. And so there's no way I'd ever ride a motorcycle without a helmet, because I know what I make my living with. And even if somehow I ended up being a, you know, a paraplegic or something, I know I could still do this. Yeah. And you have to take those things into consideration unless you're a moron like this guy. Uh, without having the law, so you wouldn't play football without a helmet. Uh, I mean, there's a there's a law. You know, you got to wear it in football. Okay, so he would. So he is essentially saying, if I didn't have to wear a helmet in football, I wouldn't, because there's not a law there. I only do as much as the law tells me to. I don't do what's safe for me. I'm What's in my you. best interest? Again, I could care less about this guy. I'm kind of actually now pissed that he's going to make it through. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing for me. Is just how stupid he is, man, and how stupid he is, especially when it comes to other people depend on you. Yeah, that's the biggest issue. It's it's just incredibly selfish. I didn't realize he had that like K-Fed dirt stash accent thing going on. Yeah, he's uh, he's a dirtbag all around. There's nothing good about this guy except for Pittsburgh loves him because he helped him with the Super Bowl. Because he made a game-saving tackle on a fumble from Jerome Bettis, otherwise. You'd be talking about your world champion, Indianapolis Colts. Mm. Yes. Oh, wait. All right. Uh, also, player reactions. It seems that a lot of the players around the league, they're they're playing it up as, hey, we hope he gets better and everything. If you listen to this next clip, there's a bunch of different players telling what they think. You can tell that they are kind of want to go off and say, what the hell are you thinking? Sometimes people want to live their lives and have fun, and I think, you know, it's just uh, sometimes things happen like that. So, like I said, hopefully he's okay. I'm sure uh, I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. And in the last couple of years, you've heard a couple of accidents with motorcycles, so, um, you know, you, you try to stay away from them, but, uh, you know, you, you got to, you know, if he wants to ride a motorcycle, that's his, that's his right. You got so much time on your hand, you're bored, and that's what's wrong with a lot of athletes. You know, you get bored. Got a lot of money, you don't know what to do, and uh, you try other things that you shouldn't be trying. You know, uh, we get paid to play professional ball, not to be bike riders or skydivers and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's hard. Some guys got love for it, and uh, you just hope they use common sense about it. And, uh, and hopefully, Ben is all right. <laughs> I like that turnaround at the end, and hopefully, Ben's all right because uh, I totally disagree with everything he did. But uh, I hope he's okay because I don't want to totally trash the guy. No, feel good about it. Maybe some other people will learn, and uh, it'll save a couple other lives down the road. I think they're going to come through with all these mandatory uh, things and contracts. Actually, Seahawks already put it into all their players' contracts. Good. Made them sign a thing saying that they will not ride motorcycles. Seahawks. And again, not to say that motorcycles are the devil. No. The thing is, if you're a professional athlete, you just you don't ride them until you're uh, I don't know forty something. Well, even like thirty five, most players will uh, retire right around their mid thirties. You know. Put it up and then do it uh, after you're 35. You have a lot of life ahead of you where you'll have a lot of money to spend and a lot of time. To heal. Yes. And hopefully Ben is all right. I had a, a friend of mine who 
we had a helmet on and had an accident on a, on a quad and the helmet is the only thing that really saved his life and I really believe that that helmets are very important I mean I know you feel like you you look cooler with the helmet on with your hair flowing through the wind but I'm telling you that helmet can save your life hopefully you can come back um you know, bikes, they tough, man. You know, I have a scooter, and um, <laughs> so I know the risk of, of riding. Hold on. That's my Dre Bly from the Detroit Lions. No. Bragging about his scooter and how he I knows. Have a segue? He knows, and... he knows what the, the, the uh, difficulties are He's because uh, Ben Roethlisberger was riding one of the fastest bikes legally. And uh, he has a scooter. He's our ex-intern Putin who would drive around on his scooter delivering Chinese food. <laughs> when I get on my Razor. I have a scooter, and um, <laughs> so I know the risk of, of riding it and, and falling. And it's, it's tough, but um, like I say, I, I hope Ben can come back strong. And uh, I don't know the, the serious of his injuries, but um, you know, hopefully he can come back strong. And um, Here's the thing and, about guys uh, from Detroit. They don't great, know English. Great uh, appreciation and use of the English language. What was the uh, rewind just a little bit? What I don't know. He you, butchered something. Yeah, you could hear it. He there was definitely a butchery, a butcher job going on. The serious of his injuries. The serious but, um, of his injuries. Ah, the satellite company, mm-hmm. of course. And hopefully he can come back strong and um and, and, and fight through it. I think a lot of times you think you're you're kind of invincible as a, as a person and and you know you drive fast and you. I do things you probably shouldn't be doing. Um, but, yeah, there's there's a lot of guys. You know, I know guys who ride motorcycles, and it's scary stuff. You know, I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. What are the chances that Ben Roethlisberger wears a condom? Never. He doesn't even know what one is. First of all, he's the dirt stash who can talk a chick out of it. Well, he doesn't need to. He's Ben Roethlisberger now. You know, you know if he's not protecting his, you know, his actual, you know, head... There's a very good chance he's not protecting his other one. Yeah, there's no way. He doesn't wear uh, a jimmy or a helmet. Guys who ride motorcycles, and it's scary stuff. You you never know. I don't know why that accident was caused, but like I said, hopefully he's okay. Yeah, so there you go. That was Eli Manning, uh, Tom Brady, uh, Dre Bly, a bunch of different people talking about Ben Roethlisberger and his situation where it looks like he's going to be ready for week one. That's what everybody's saying now. No, he's not. He's got seven weeks with his jaw wired shut. He's going to lose a lot of weight. He's going to lose a lot of strength. He's not going to be able to build back up to that. Maybe he'll return in like week six, week seven, but he's not going to be ready for week one. So, Pittsburgh, get out your batch rags. Charlie batch time. (laughs) Justin in the 321, what do you got? Justin. Yeah, uh, listen, I'm with... I'm with the guys who think he's an idiot for it, because I ride a, a, a crotch rocket myself. But mm-hmm. I ride with a helmet, full gear, all that stuff, and it's, it's sort of like this, it's it's the same situation. You know, all the guys who ride the crotch rocket safe, look at the retards on the Hayabusa's going in and out of traffic trying to show off the 13 Yeah, because I, I see plenty of, uh, of uh, people on the crotch rockets going uh, normal speed, uh, you know, maybe a little bit faster, but you're on a bike. I, I can see that, but not weaving in and out of traffic. And then you'll see the people flying by them that are on their crotch rockets. I also see too. I mean, there was a guy so the other day that had like almost full body armor. I'm like, all right, that's smart. Whatever, it may be a little hot, but if you're gonna take a spill, you're gonna be okay. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying with Roethlisberger. I don't feel bad for him. One, because I'm a Buck fan, and two, right, he's he's, he's making a, he's making a bad name for everybody else. I mean, all of us who ride like normal civilized people, we're defensive as hell. We don't want 
we don't want anything going wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. you, know, you don't spend all that money on your bike just to get run over and become another statistic. And, and that's what kills me right now is uh, how many people are out there defending him when he is giving uh, bike riders the worst name in the world. I don't get it. I don't get how you could, uh, someone in your community could be doing something so bad, so stupid, and you can step up and say, no, he was right. It's not his fault. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Yeah. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Take one more call on the worthless burger situation. Todd in 386, what do you got? Yeah, first of all, I mean, I just want to say I don't have anything against Roethlisberger, mm-hmm. but maybe they should call him Big Dummy instead of Big Ben. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's really just not the smartest man out there. What what he doesn't understand is he's an investment for that team, for that city, and really he's taking all that money that they have invested and just throwing it out, throwing it away. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, it, it, it's not all about you all the time. That's what he has to learn. It's just uh, exactly. it's just completely ridiculous that someone can uh, be that selfish to the people around them, to uh, the, the people he considers friends and his employer who's paying him uh, a pretty good amount of money to go out there, win some games for him, and all he asks is, hey, try not to put yourself in too much danger anytime. Napier has a game show. He had a, What was your game show about yesterday, Napier? Well, um, on, the light, on the lighter side, it, yesterday was... Um, Serial killers. So this is another game on the lighter side. Yeah. Uh, and yesterday we uh, tricked you into thinking that Hefe's stepsister was killed by a serial killer. Yes, you did. And uh, you figured you'd come back to the well one more time with uh, another on the lighter side. All right. All right, let's hit some. Uh... That's the open? Yes. Okay. Uh, we'll start off this just amongst ourselves and see if it's worthy of moving on to the listeners. All right. If you want to jump in out of the 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. First question. All right. Well, tonight's topic is colorectal cancer. First question. True or false? Okay. Uh, maybe you haven't heard, but I could possibly have this. Oh, come on, Heffy. You're not going to trick me again with that. No, I've had exams. I may have to get a colonoscopy. I don't remember you mentioning that. You're off Team Hefe. <laughs> Congratulations, you've been cut. Just like it's middle school again, you fat bastard. You've been cut. So uh, what's the first question in your uh, game that has nothing to do with Hefe, I suppose? Nothing whatsoever. <laughs> All right. True or false? Colorectal cancer is the number two cause of cancer deaths in U.S. adults, killing more than 56,000 people in 2002, according to the CDC. Hefe, your answer? I'm not listening. I'm not interested (laughs) in whatever you guys are talking about. True or false? You're playing. I'm watching the game. Come on. False. True. (laughs) What? All right. I can't read his stupid sheet. He made it exa- look exactly like the Hideout Headlines game show. I appreciate a second abortion <laughs> on the Hideout tonight. So uh, uh, thank you very much for the game show. Thank you very much for the car wreck. Speaking of car wrecks, Paris Hilton this weekend. I like to do the segues. Uh, Paris Hilton this weekend got into a fender bender. Uh, Tommy, you sent me this audio and video. 
Was it the, was she just getting filmed by the, the, uh, or her pictures taken as usual? Yeah, it was the paparazzi. Yeah, the paparazzi were, uh, were stalking her. And that's You'll still... hear one yell something out about shopping right before she slams into this car. That's still something I don't, what are you, what are you still doing, Napier? Do you want us to go with another question? Yeah, sure, why not? Hit the, the, uh, the clip of Paris Hilton. Shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done that, Hefe? What? I've been backing up and just uh, wailed something? I did once when I was at Texas Tech. I was parallel parking. And we went in to get a haircut. And I was trying to get out because someone parked really close. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to get out to not hit their car. And I just ended up, like, smashing. Did you stare or go? I bolted. That's the same thing Paris Hilton did. And actually, uh, Mark's on both cars, and she can't even stick around with all of her money just to say, hey, here's a check for, you know, 500 bucks. I should cover it. No, I bolted quickly. And you're a college kid. I can understand that. But Paris Hilton and all of her retardness should jump out, you know, put some kind of information out there. And I'm sure this guy has seen the video now and knows what bitch hit his car because... I've gone out to my car a few times and just seen scrapes and dings and dents wondering what the hell happened to my car. I've got this thing going on with mine where it's leaking. Mm -hmm. Leaking. Yeah, like the rain is coming through the roof somehow. Ouch. That one's a a tough thing to... That's great for hurricane season. Yeah, that's that's not going to get fixed very easily. Usually it's something where the heat and, uh, you know, hot and cold and everything, and it just starts expanding way too much. Napier, you want to do a game again? Okay. Uh, I got a uh, chick who wants to play. All right. Tony in the 407, you want to play this game? Hello? You want to play this game? Sure. Too bad. We're going on break. Uh, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407 916 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. I'll have and J-Dubs hanging out with you. All right, I can be here for you for this segment. This Half segment? Time. Halftime? Mavs down What's by nine. Nine? Ooh. Yeah. That's not good. Nah, it'll be fine. Too many turnovers. All right, now here's something interesting. <laughs> yeah. We were going to go with something this segment, but I, I dubs, I'm going to kind of hijack the show if okay. you don't mind. Okay, go for it. You hate Napier. I don't hate him. You just asked Chunks to keep him out of the studio. I just don't want him in the studio right now. Why not? I said, how I, about we do the Headlines Game Show? And I said, said, I don't want more Napier on the air already. And why did you say that? Because he's been an abortion. He sucks? Yes. I got a little clip of him from earlier. Okay. You have a good shopping? <laughs> yeah. Wreck. So, Napier, how does that make you feel knowing that half the show hates you? And you've been kicked off the other half's team. You're uh, an outcast. Kind of depressing. Call you Pony Boy. That slick back hair. All right, let me ask you, what's wrong with Napier? 407-916-1041-888-971. I said no more Napier. I said I'm done with it for the night. And I want to know what's wrong with the kid. He needs. He's here to learn how to do radio. He can learn from the back. 
can learn from his car. He can't. Listening. He obviously can't screw the phone calls. Uh, Tommy and Matt, just when you said he'll learn from the back, both begged no. Napier. What? I don't know why he uh, keeps on coming in here sitting right in third mic. What's going on? Napier, why are you in here? Because you asked me to come in. Then Who did? When? During the break, I had Tommy. So Why? Just to, so you could talk it out with him. And teach I don't him want to talk out. This is a teaching hospital, and you have. To, I'm, I'm watching a little too much ER. It's a teaching show. <laughs> He's an intern, <laughs> and you have to teach him how to be a good radio personality. What's he lacking? Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight. Instinct, brains. Ideal right, wife. Hold on a second. Let's talk to Napier first. There are certain people in life who get it. Mm-hmm. And there are some people in life who don't. Example, I know whenever I'm out with somebody that, you know, if it's them and their girlfriend, that I'm the third wheel. Yeah. And that I don't belong. And I'll even look for ways to get out of it. You know what I mean? Because I know they any, need alone time. Any, yeah, you won't get out of it totally. But you at least uh, go try to uh, go to the bar for a little bit or example, something like that. Example. Uh, the other day when we had the triple date, me, my chick, Big Hands, his mm-hmm. chick, and Matt Albert and his chick. We're all over at Matt Albert's chick's place, and it's after we've all eaten, and everybody swam in the hot tub and everything. And I'm like, hey, let's go. Let's bolt so that Matt can get all alone time with his girl. Mm-hmm. I knew that. I got that. I, I understood that. Napier, I think you would be the last guy there. Everyone's <laughs> left. You're sitting on the couch, controlling the television, sitting in between the two of them. What do you guys that- eat? That's how much I think you don't get it. Got any popcorn? Want some water? Any beer left? You know what? Do you understand what I'm saying? I got what you're saying. I want to do something. Well, hold on, real like, quick, real quick. I want to go around the room and see if anybody has any idea, maybe, of what they think maybe Napier's problem is. I, I got another example with Napier. Okay. Just for a second. Your buddy is banging that chick, mm-hmm. Renee, whom you uh, are in love with, or you were in love with. It's on the podcasting. Mm-hmm. Yet you are so stupid, you think it's your buddy's fault uh, and not the chick's fault. And somehow you blame the buddy. That's how little you get and understand what it is to be a man. But why would you say something like that? Because then- you're a moron. Oh, okay. <laughs> because we, everyone who is familiar with manhood knows that you don't get mad at your boy for hitting it. Unless maybe you're in the seventh grade mm-hmm. and you're a child. That's the only time. Do you get it, Napier? At all? Like life? Partially. <laughs> boy, oh boy. I want to go around the room. Chunks, what do you think? I see the boys in the back just throw their headphones up <laughs> like they, and turn down the volume like they can't take it. I'm about right there with them. I think he's gold. And here's why. Oh, by the way, our, pro, our ex-program director, Cameron Gray, listened all last night. He goes, I hate that kid, the <laughs> intern. Is that a bit, or is he really that stupid? I go, no, he's dumber. He's dumber than we what play we expected. We play him up. We put him over. All right, Chunks, what's wrong with Napier? Uh, I think he still needs to get it. I mean, today he had the the game, mm-hmm. and he came up to me, hey, I got this great idea for a game. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Run with that. Come up with with some questions for it. That's great. I feel bad because like, he's not getting into it, and he looked really happy. And you know, it's like that dog you want to really screw with, but you just uh, really can't. Uh, here's the thing, too. Another thing that happens during the pre-show meeting, we're in this when we're in the office, yeah, and we're throwing around ideas of something <laughs> like you know we may want to do. Yeah. And he throws an, an idea 
It that just so, lays there flat. That is so asinine and elementary. It just, it, it makes the whole room uncomfortable and kind of just stops the train in its tracks. And I, But I've learned to just kind of keep talking because he's on Team Hafe. Mm-hmm. But I look over at him and he's looking down <laughs> at the ground. And so hold on a second. Part of me has hope of maybe he just realized how stupid that was that came out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he's just honestly uh, looking at the ants and wondering what it's like to be an ant. I would say uh, B. Uh, after he'll say something that could be considered a joke, he'll leave his face with just a just ass-eating grin, and he'll just look <laughs> like, at yeah, you waiting I got for you to it. laugh, and it, it just kills me because I'm not gonna laugh. I usually just look at Tommy like, is he looking at me still? Napier. You say you have friends. Are they really your friends, or do they hang out with you because you have money? Because you're a rich kid, right? You got cash. Not right now. (laughs) I'm kind of broke. (sighs) This is what I'm saying. We're not trying to bet right now. We're just trying to talk to them like a human being. We aren't asking your financial situation in your wallet right now, but uh, overall. You've said before on the air you you come from some cash. And it's radio, and he pauses, and it's just pausing for the yes, sake I of... Yes, I answer the question. Here, here's what I worry about. Are you the kid who, whenever you read, you have problems reading because your mind's going too fast for your lips? Yes, actually. Okay. And then when you talk, you also do have problems because you're trying to formulate what it is you want to say, worried that it's going to be stupid, and instead you just sit there for seven seconds of dead air on the radio? <laughs> Yes, actually. <laughs> you got this kid pegged. That's your team, Hefe. I cut him earlier. No, you can't. No. Let me ask you, neighbor. How do you work on being uh, such a dumbass <laughs> loser? Is there anything in particular you do? Don't really work on it. It just kind of comes natural. Lead paint chips? Uh, we, not honestly, because I feel do bad. You, do you actually one? sit in your car on the way over the show and, how can I just rape the show tonight? How can I give it a good raping? Okay, leave it battered, bruised, and bloody. Uh, did you hear just that noise? That's how I'm going to rape it, with that noise. I kind of heard a noise. I thought maybe it was that ringtone from earlier. <laughs> but Except he's just laughing. Like you're, but you're very happy-go-lucky. I, do you know what your IQ is? Not off the top of my head. You want to take a random <laughs> guess? Nothing. I don't know. I'd have... Now, genius is 100. Where do you think you are? Isn't genius over 100? No, it's right around 100. What do you think it right, is? On a scale of 1 to 100, then. Let's do it like that. Where would you uh, rank in the scale of uh, smarts? 100 being the best. Probably an 80. So your IQ is an 80. I'm pretty sure the IQ test goes over 100, though. The IQ test? Is that what IQ. you said? How about this? Our genius is like 200, so above average is 100. All right? What do you think you are? I'm a lot more intelligent than I come off. No, hold you're on, not. Hold on. I, we got a great point over here. Uh, Steve in the 407, what do you got? Hey, uh, I think I know the problem with Napier. What is it? I don't think he's mentioned that. J-Dubs will be at Phantom Fireworks. All right, you know, come on. <laughs> that is true. J-Dubs will be at Phantom Fireworks. I love it how we can't Saturday. even get through that one. <laughs> It's like Bradley calling in. That guy's good, though. I, honestly, above average IQ is at least like over 120, 140. You're considered really smart. What do you think you are? 
probably in that case maybe about 110. Kidding, wow. right? 110 is, uh, according to this list I found, a uh, high average. 110 is what you weigh in kindergarten. <laughs> 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 and, Dan, then we have the daily promo. <laughs> so you obviously don't have that. I'm, here's what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a rough guess, okay? For your IQ, you would probably be a wide receiver. You probably have... Either like an 82 or an 11. I'm thinking Plexico Burris, 17. <laughs> I was like a Roy Williams, 11. You want to take a test, IQ test? See how stupid you are? Because you realize here are the good things you've done on the show. Eating devil eggs and eating devil eggs. <laughs> That's what you've done to contribute. How does it make you feel? Do you feel like you've learned anything on the radio? Been here in the hideout? What have you learned? Yeah, that would be a good question. What have you uh, taken in? What is your big sponge of a head just soaked in? Do you, now, let me ask you this, too. Do you realize, too, that C-Lane doesn't catch as much crap as you? I, I kind of noticed that, yeah. Why do you think that is? Probably he just keeps quiet a lot more. No, maybe. No, actually, he's louder. Uh, yeah. That big... Burly laugh of his. The green giant laugh. <laughs> so you honestly think the reason we don't pick on T-Lane as much as you is because... I think I'm just an easy target, really. Why? I just leave myself open for it, and I'm always kind of just nice to everybody no matter what. It's because you're too nice. Yeah. It's not the fact that you can't formulate a sentence. I can formulate I... a sentence. It's just when I start to get kind of nervous, I start to trip over words, stutter, it's... Kind of what do you I think I think there is hope for you. That's why we do keep you around. There is hope for Napier in this business. What do you get nervous about? Um, I'm I'm trying to think and trying to formulate a sentence right now. It's wow, it's stuff I, like it, that. It's just I, ping, I, look. Ping here's the it. thing. I know you guys may get annoyed by it. I love it for some reason. How? This fascinates me because you're literally. Here's what it is. You know how I love to catch a predator. Mm-hmm. And Dateline, when Chris Hansen is sitting there grilling the pedophiles and they're trying to come up with the answer, yeah. and you watch that gerbil inside of their head spinning. Yeah. When you ask this kid a simple sentence, it's like you're asking a pedophile, what are you doing here? It's just like the car can't turn over. He's giving it gas. It just won't turn over. I asked a simple, I asked a simple statement. Why are you nervous? And it's literally four seconds of dead air, followed it's, by That stuttering. should be a quick... Easy answer. What makes there, you nervous? Well, I feel like I'm under pressure with everyone, you know, just kind of talking to me and telling me how crappy I am. That That's one of those things that kind of brings you down and but makes that, you uh, kind of doubt what you're about to say. That pressure wasn't there in the beginning, though. We didn't know how crappy you were. You proved it to us with the, the pauses. All right, do you feel like we need to be more positive with you and pat you on the back and coddle you like your typical no, not really. 20-something American baby? I don't need to be coddled or anything. I'm... You just blamed it on us because we say you suck so much. So now from now on, Napier, you're doing a great job. Wonderful. What do you think about that? That's why I put you on my team, even though I wouldn't draft you uh, with uh, anybody's last pick. I put you on my team to try to help you give you confidence. You're the person people move up for in kickball. Uh-oh, Napier's coming up. Someone on the IM just said, he's a language molester. <laughs> 
if the English, touches it. If the English language were a 12-year-old boy, he'd be the guy wearing a trench coat and sunglasses who sits at the bus stop all day. <laughs> what was do you that, think about that, Nathan? Was that K-Mike? Who said that? Smokey Joe. Nice. Napier, what do you think about that? I can't. <laughs> I'm telling you. So here's the thing. On the, on the that's, radio, what that's what I've been trying to do here. On the radio, you can't see it. But you watch his mouth. I, his mouth goes through this, like, this whole process of wanting to say something, and he makes these... Uh, here's, 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 here's the thing. I can't see him at all. And I can still know what's going on I, on his face and in his mouth. He doesn't verbalize it, and I wish he would, because then you'd be great for the radio. You'd stutter. But instead, he's doing this thing of... Like he, like he just has a bunch of peanut butter in his mouth. Yes, like a dog with peanut butter. Mr. Ed. <laughs> That's what you are. What do you think about that? Not Mr. Ed, man. That's screwed up. Damn horse. Right, here's what it is. Here's this kid. He is the kid that we all hated in middle school and in high school. Were you that kid growing up? Yeah. God damn it, dude. How was it being that kid? What was I'm, it like? I, I, hold on a second. He was that kid that everyone had him around, and it was just so uncomfortable for you. You were always being scrutinized. No, just, no. Here's what he is. He's like, he's the kid that everybody pulls aside and like. Who the hell invited Napier? Yes! Who invited Napier to this party? How did he find out? Who linked him to this uh, chain letter? Listen, I'm going to fix you, all right? I don't want you to be a retard your whole life. Oh, I appreciate that. How old are you? 20. You've gotten through 20 years of your life a stumbling, bumbling moron. You're going to leave here a man, a man who knows how to speak. Mm. I don't have nearly as much of a problem when I'm off air. Yes, you do. Okay. It's so uncomfortable. Yes. Every conversation. Here's the thing. It starts with your voice. Mm-hmm. All right. When we're in the back, here's the I love Blackbean. And he was hanging out uh, before the show. We were talking about movies and basketball. Mm-hmm. And Napier starts throwing in. And it was so uncomfortable. And it's the sound of your voice that's aggravating. It's just like that high pitch. I got an idea. I got an idea from when we come back. And I'm not kidding. I think this will help you. Okay? All right. I think it'll help take the pressure off of what you're supposed to say. I'll help you next, Napier. You're on Team Hefe again. Only only if you do what I tell you next. All right. All right. Why don't you take us to break? Yeah. I mean, take us to the commercial break. Um. Oh, my God. Um. I'm, I'm having a mental blank for some reason. Like whenever, what, do we, what the a, hell are you having a mental break for? Go to break. When I get put on the spot like this, I, I, it's it's just like a, a mind what eraser. Like I on, can't Gavin. like any what? thought I may have my may have had what just you, goes away when I get put on the what spot. What do you What do we say when we go to break? For some reason, right now I'm not able to think of it. I could Holy tell you any hell. other time of the. All right, hold when on. When I get put on the spot, it's all right. Let's just go to break then. He couldn't take us to break. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I'll have and J-Dubs hanging out with you. All right, Napier, take us to break. This is the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. You got it, finally. Thank you. I was with the brain fart, and you couldn't do it before. It's like I said, when I get put on the spot and put under a lot of pressure, it just clears my mind out, and I can't think of what I wanted to say, and I just can't reference anything that's in my mind. But why take your word for it? Jack Napier's brain, you're in the Hideout. Half a dog, go break. I like chocolate. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like eating my fingers. That's, I name them. One called Petey, one called Trevor. <laughs> Thank you, Napier's brain. Uh, we're talking about why Napier sucks. So, Napier, now... I said I'm going to fix you because you say you have problems being put on the spot. And I completely agree with that. People like him should be fixed. So here's what we do. All right. Just snipped right away. To take the pressure off of what you feel you want to say, from now on, do you do any accents? Um, yeah, I can do a few things like that. What yeah. are some of the better accents that you do? Can you do a, a British accent? Certainly. All right. Here's the thing. From now on, to take the pressure off of what you have to say, I want you to speak in a British accent. That's going to be kind of weird to adjust the British? To. Is that your British accent? That's going to be kind of weird to adjust to. I, it's British, it's Australian, it's something. Yeah, it's, it's an accent. All right, Napier, what makes you nervous? Um. In the accent! <laughs> Being put on the spot like this. Is there something from your childhood that makes you that nervous? Did you get beat? No, I was never really beaten. It's just... Okay, it's accent. Like, accent. What is the accent, accent, stupid? accent. I was never beaten. I, it's just hard to climb out of once you've been messed with so much. Messed with by who? Just people around. And cool. the accent. I'm, I'm trying to do the accent. All right, maybe there's another accent. How about a Spanish accent since it's Jantin Hefe? Hey, man, what's going on? Hey, what's happening? mucho. Okay, good. Let's try it in Spanish, because English obviously isn't your language. Oh, can I hit Chinese? <laughs> no, no. Name, uh, name a couple of people who messed with you. Um, accent? <laughs> um, <laughs> just, just middle school? What happened in middle school? Exactly what's happening right now. No, we're helping Accents? you right now. Accents? Except for the accent. No. Can I do it without the, without the accent? I don't think so. I think we're helping you. I don't see how the accent's I helping. I think the ha accent's helping you a lot. It's helping me. Oh, crocky! Yeah, why are you a crock hunter? All right. Darren, really? No, 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 no. We got to help him. Accent. Go. What's your favorite video game in the accent? Evil Dead Regeneration. Nice. It's one of those cheapo ones. It's like $20, but still has a good storyline. All right. I think we have found... This is helping progress. you. It's keeping your mind uh, busy. All right. Now, let's try it without the accent, okay? Regular old English. Okay. Evil Dead Regeneration. Uh, this is a cheapo game, but it... Um, What's your favorite uh, part of a woman? Boobs. I, you're going to have to go back to the accent. You paused too long. Yeah. You, you should know your favorite part of a woman right away. You can stop the accent once you're able to answer a question immediately. All right. So uh, what part turns you off about a woman? Probably feet. See? That was pretty quick. Not, I think we're on to something uh. here. Uh, all right. Well, my job here is done. I think I fixed the intern. Oh, why? Is halftime over? Yeah. See <laughs> <laughs> Wake up with the Monsters in the Morning. Shannon Burke Show uh, in the midday. 
Phillips File in the afternoon. We're back tomorrow night. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Be somebody, always talk good. 5,000. 5,000. Five thousand.